Welcome to the Eternia Archives weekly podcast where we discuss current and historical gaming topics that are of interest to us and our followers on social media. If you like our content, consider hitting that thumbs up icon. Can't read the rest of my script. Hold on. Uh, subscribing to our channels, following us on Twitter, and joining our Discord server with the invite link in this video's description. With that out of the way, Lane is out of the office this week, so I will talk about our topics. I'm really out of sorts about set and Lane. What do we do next? Okay. <laughs> oh boy, it's it's going to be one of those days, isn't it? Uh, okay, so our topics this week are the top five PSP games. Oh. RPG recommendations for beginners. Uh, self-imposed gaming challenges that we put on ourselves for whatever reason. And other gaming topics as we see fit. So, we would like to welcome our guest this week from Discord. You guys all know him. You love him. Nabil! Let's go! Yay! Yay! We Good got... evening! Good evening! Thank you for having me. Yeah! <laughs> how's, how's it going, buddy? It's all good, man. I'm happy to be here. That's the spirit. Ready to talk some gaming. Yeah, ready to talk mm -hmm. some RPGs. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> all right. Let's let's do the thing. Okay. So, I think that Navil should start us off. We're going to start with our top five PSP games. So, we'll go number five, four, three, like we normally do. So, uh, why don't you lead us off, buddy? What's your number five? Okay. So... My number five, um, it's a game. Uh, when I was in middle school with my friends, I used to play PSP with them a lot at school. And I remember watching one of my friends play this game and it was called Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Tag Team for the PSP. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was a really big fan of Dragon Ball Z. Like we all were that time. So I was like, huh, I remember playing the Tenkaichi Abulukai from the PlayStation 2. And I was like, huh, a PSP version, this should be cool. So I got it as a Christmas gift and it was amazing. You know, um, you had all the characters and the, the special thing about this game is that you could have two versus two combat. You know, it was you and another character facing two other characters, or you could even have one versus two, like a, a handicap match, you versus two other characters. And it was a blast, man. I enjoyed the heck out of it, you know? It was that's, great. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I huge fan of, of Dragon Ball Z as well, so yeah. I can relate. I haven't played it either. I haven't even heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it basically, if you've played any of the Dragon Ball, like Budokai games or even the, the Raging Force games, it plays the same, but it has that, you know, tag team mechanic. It has a little um, story to it. Also, you play throughout the Dragon Ball Z story from the Saiyan saga to the Majin Buu saga. If you're a fan, you know. And it also has mm -hmm. like this survival mode. It was like in a hundred, I think it was in a hundred tag team mode. You had different teams like um, Frieza and Cell or uh, Broly and Majin Buu and you get to fight them. So it was, it was a nice experience. I enjoyed it a lot. And you could play it at school with your friends. It was the best part. That's, That's cool. Yeah. I, That's I really like cool. Dragon Ball a lot. I have like 30 pop vinyls and a handful wow. of higher quality figures, so all Dragon Ball ones. Uh, so I really yeah. like the series. It's probably the first anime I ever saw. That and Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star, mm -hmm. and you guys have all seen those. You know how yeah. great they are. Yep. Yep. That's really cool. 
I, I still need to play yeah. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot from this year, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't played it. Uh, when it first came out, my husband picked it up. I got him the collector's edition, and he uh, sat in front of the TV until he maxed out, like, every, like at level 99, everything, busted as hell characters. Wow. Like, he he went to town, so as soon as the, the all the DLC comes out, he's going to play through that and just curb stomp it, so... I mean, he he is a huge Dragon Ball fan, and he loved it. And because I saw so much of it, I'm not gonna play it. But <laughs> it's it's really cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that one. Yeah, that's yeah, really that, cool. I never actually uh, owned one, but I got to play some Tenkaichi on the PS2 with my buddies, and I, they they were a lot of fun. A little different on the fighting, but it, they had a lot of neat stuff and like some neat little costume additions that you yeah. could put on there and stuff it was pretty cool nick am i yeah. am i blind or did you already get your package from square enix i don't know what you're talking about like <laughs> like, like i ordered wait, 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 it i ordered that? it <laughs> it's the final fantasy 12 collector's edition wow. oh that was yeah. fast yeah, yeah. I, I ordered it too i haven't got mine yet i'm still waiting on my ease from limited run games though <laughs> Oh that yeah, was I ordered that like five months ago. It's still yeah. not out. But that's, that's really cool, man. It's huge though. Like I didn't expect it to be that big. There's really only like two things that come in it, but uh, they're big. Yeah, yeah it must be. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna have to reorganize my office to find space for it because I, uh, I I might put it under the Tony Hawk skateboard. It'll fit in the window. I feel bad for that window. You can't get into it anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna have a have to push my TV over and put a bookshelf right there. <laughs> so it's a great idea. It's great. Organize it all. Well, Nick, since we're talking about the cool new thing you just got, why don't you tell us what your number five game is? Um, my number five, I didn't really play that many uh PSP exclusive games because I started getting into playing all the PlayStation games because I never really uh had a playstation one i went straight to the ps2 from the n64 so i was playing a lot of retro games but i'm gonna kind of cheat here and use uh kingdom hearts birth by sleep that i've been playing through here recently because that's i'm really coming to enjoy it at first i was a little skeptical but it's it's still a lot of the same that made me enjoy the kingdom hearts franchise <laughs> as a whole at, I, I kind of <laughs> skipped out on it every, after Kingdom Hearts 2 because spinoff, 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 and we finally get a sequel. And I'm like, okay, it's time to give it a go. And I'm I'm glad I did. It, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, even though it is a spinoff, it feels like a main like a main title. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's that important into the franchise. So Very. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying that. Yep. I've beaten one of the routes, and I'm go working on the second. I'm going to do all three, and Brad said that there might be, like, some more post content, so uh, maybe I'll do that as well. There, there is a final chapter, of course, that you need to, to play in order to finish the story, but there is also a, a secret episode that ties to to the 2.8 collection, to the 0.2 Birth by Sleep game, So, so which is a short one. You should mm -hmm. play that right away if you can, so. Yeah. Uh, 
Brad, our uh, Kingdom Hearts specialist in yes, case y'all know. Yes. So yeah. Nabil might be as well. I <laughs> oh, he is. I, Trust me, he I, is. I gotta say, I, I learned from the best. <laughs> I uh, I've I've only played the first game, and I only played like three quarters of it, and I got bored. I've tried to play the game like four times. I just can't get into it. But so I could... I own like half the games. I own the collection on PS4, and I have like 30 pop vinyls from it. I really like the, the like the art and the idea. It's just the combat just it sucks. Well, put, put it was, on uh, easy, yeah. breeze through it, and uh, any game past well past Chain of Memories, you should be fine. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was fortunate yeah. enough to play Kingdom Hearts One when it released, so I didn't know any better. That was like uh, 2000, right? 2002, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then, of of course, if if you play like, um, then then after that I played two and three and all the spin-offs, and then I tried to go back, and even though I love the game because of the nostalgia, yeah, the 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 combat is not as fluid as I thought it was. It right. Is, yeah, it is I mean, yeah. I I think I started playing it. Uh, probably about six months after it came out and I, I rented it and I was like, this is not fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, actually, no, I didn't rent it. A friend of mine had it and I think I tried it at their house. I don't know. I, I didn't like it. So I never tried the others, but I, I bought a whole bunch of stuff. Like I have a crap ton of Kingdom Hearts stuff because I like the idea. I just don't like the games. I'm sorry. You don't like the execution? The execution. No. <laughs> no. That's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we could just keep going in a circle and just rotate back to Nabil looking at the images of us on the screen. So my number five is a game that no one's heard of probably on this podcast, and that is Every Extend Extra. It's a uh, shooting, it's a shoot 'em up puzzle rhythm game. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's got lots of bright colors. Also, definitely... Uh, it's unique. So if you haven't played Every Extend Extra, I can't even tell you what kind of game it is. It's, it doesn't even make sense that it's even a game. <laughs> um, just go look it up sometime. It's fun. But if you don't like music rhythm games, you're probably not going to like it. When, when, did, when did you play that game? Oh, that was the first game I had on PSP. No, second. Second game I had on PSP. Wow. Mm, wow. I, I I'm looking at it right now because um it's the first time I hear about it and it looks yeah. it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm starting to see a trend of Kali and rhythm games. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we gonna see um Kali playing the, the, the Kingdom Hearts rhythm game now? Wow. Let's go. She's invested she's invested this much. Yeah. That's that's gonna be the Kingdom Hearts game that's gonna get Kali to yeah. be a fan. I don't think so, because I don't yeah, like yeah. the I actually don't like the, the persona <laughs> dancing games. I don't like those. Um, they're not good and I don't really like the, the scenes in Yakuza where you have to do the dance rhythm. But I like Beat Hazard, of course Yummy DDR. <laughs> Anyway, Rad, what's your number yeah. five? So my number five is um, a game that, even though has multiple versions, that's the only version, the only version I've played. Um, it is a, a JRPG that is very dear to my to myself. So it is actually Lunar Silver Star Harmony. Um, uh, for the PSP, of course. Um, of course, it, the first version was the the one 
on the Sega CD, and then it got a, a remake on the PS1, and then this remake on the on the on the PSP. Um, that game is so charming. Like the battle system is just um, simple um, turn-based JRPG um, that I love. Like um, um, it, it wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel, you know. It was just trying to compete with um, the juggernauts at the moment, you know. Um, um, and I'm talking when it released first in the Sega CD, but 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 it's 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 a game that you know it doesn't age at all. It's 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 uh, so good. Uh, have you guys tried that game or, or any of the versions of them? I I, I never played one. <laughs> I played uh, the Lunar games. I I like the second one better than the first, but they're both good. They're they're really good. I mean, I haven't I haven't played the second one though, but um, I, I I I really enjoy this one and. Um, it, is, it is a game that um, I go back to it from time to time, you know, because um, it is just so easy to pick it up. And, and of course, yeah, um, the first time you just got to know the story, but sometimes you just have, you know, like this itch of playing something like that, like a chill JRPG, like a retro-like one. And mm-hmm. that's one of the games I go back to. I really love it. So, yeah, so that's my number five. I think Eric said that I could be wrong, but I think he said that was like the best version. He's it, that's his yeah. uh, preferred version for sure. Yeah, yeah he, he mentioned that um, um, a couple of times in several videos, actually. And I, I, I mean, even even though I haven't played um, the other versions myself, I've seen plenty of, of gameplay, and I really like the sprites and the graphics and 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 the fluid, the, how fluid this the combat is in, in the PSP version. So. So yeah, that's that, that that's the definitely the version I would recommend as well. Cool. Considering considering that it is, I, I think that the PS One version goes for um, more money now than before. So especially um, after the COVID tax, yeah. but oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. that's that's the version that that people could play for for a decent price right now. Oh yeah, that that's cool. That's a good game, Rad. Thanks for sharing. So Nabil. What's your number four? Okay, so my number four is God of War, Chains of Olympus. Um, I remember playing this game when I was younger. Um, I remember playing the first God of War games for the PS2. I didn't actually own them, but a friend of mine did. So I, I would visit him at his house and we should play that game all the time. And I remember sawing that there was a, a God of War game for a PSP. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the highest rated PSP game on Metacritic. It has like a 91 or something for the PSP. And uh, well, this game was incredible. It pushed the PSP to its limits, I think, because uh, the combat, you know, it's your basic God of War combat, uh, you know, with combos and everything, but it was incredible. And it looked really good for being at the PSP and it had a cool story. It's the second game in the like chronological order after the first one. Yeah. And it's incredible, you know, you're going to enjoy it. I, exactly after Ghost of Part, I think mm-hmm. Is that one or Ascension, one of those. Yeah, they had like um, two, maybe. Yeah, they, they had were, like two. They were both really big hits on the PSP. I remember. Yeah, yeah, and I had a blast I, playing them. They're, they're so good. I I don't think there is a single bad like God of War game. That's that's why the the yeah. franchise is popular right now. That's why mm-hmm. people are looking forward yeah. so much to the to the to the next one. 
Well, yeah. I think it's probably because the last one was a masterpiece. But... Right, right. <laughs> well, but you could see, argue that you could argue that uh, the PS2 games were masterpieces as well. And... Yeah, that's so true. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to agree to disagree. I liked the PS2 ones better. They felt. You guys know me. I don't like clunky combat. I like fluid. I like mm. smooth combat, and I think that the PS2 games were superior. To the to the to the last one to the reboot to the, the newest one I tried you, the newest one I didn't you, like it you didn't mm. like the mm. I I guess the over the shoulder camera can also be yep. uh, yeah yeah for some people yeah I <laughs> yeah. I love the game but yeah. I can see how some people um do not like that style I mean, you guys have you known do, me long yeah. enough I mean when I played Final Fantasy VII remake. The first thing I looked at is, can I zoom the camera out? Can I zoom the camera out? Well, you needed to for that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, did too. I was really thankful that you could, because the first thing I did when I saw that is my friends were playing it at the time, uh, before we all were as close as we are now, I was like, guys, 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 I can zoom the camera out. It's so great. Mm-hmm. And they were like, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like the same way. I was like, well, those weapons are really cool and I can see the materia, but I can't see Jack that's going on. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, the God of War games are great. I've Nick- never actually played the older ones, only the newer one and the partially but oh I've... god of war one was a masterpiece i i highly recommend that game i've, I've only played like the, the well the numbered ones like one one two three and and the reboots but i haven't yeah. tried the 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 spin-offs but i've seen you know um uh, playthroughs of of them and yeah they're they're, they're top notch oh yeah they're really good mm-hmm. oh yeah they they're really good yep so nick what's your number four my number four is the only game in the franchise I've ever played, but Me- Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Oh, wow. I mean, wow. if you say that's your only Metal Gear, I mean, that's uh, it's decent. It's not, it's not as good as like Metal Gear Solid 4, which is like perfection. I kind of like the option to have like a little more Act, well, I mean, you can in the others, but it, it felt more accessible to do an action approach <laughs> because yeah. I suck at self stealth games. So <laughs> that was a welcome addition for me. That's a fair point. That's fair. But the plot for it was just phenomenal. And I love settings in the Cold War and stuff. So it's it's pretty good. So you haven't played any other Metal Gear games at all? Mm-mm. Wow. So in my case, I haven't tried any Metal Gear. What? Ever. Yeah. So it's well, it, it's it's not my cup of tea for some reason. Oh my god. Even though, even though even though like like people praise them and and I saw I and I see like they're they're really, um. Well received, you know. I for some reason I've I've never tried one. I've seen many, you know, um, gameplay of 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 some of them, including the last one, but um. But yeah, but um, I've never tried them myself. Thing is, those games are so cinematic. You can pretty much watch like a YouTube movie mm-hmm. playthrough. Yeah, it's Kojima. It's Kojima. I mean, it's yeah, Kojima. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, it's Kojima. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's cool. I I have not played Peace Walker, but I've heard it's one of the less like 
Kojima ones. Well, it, it I don't know. The story was really good in my opinion, and uh, I like being. I think you could recruit characters in that one and kind of build up your base and stuff and kind of i think that's what they did in five maybe as well something like that you build up a base or something i haven't either but i think that's what they do but it seemed they took a lot of the things in peace walker and applied it to five and five was really well received so i think I think that was a lot of new ideas that they kind of approached there. And it just, I enjoyed unlocking all the new tech and everything as I played throughout. And it, it was a great little time sink, little action stealth game. And I enjoyed it bosses and everything. I think they even had like a secret level with monster hunter where you have to fight like the dragon or whatever from monster hunter. It's pretty awesome. That's really cool. I didn't do that. Yeah. Hey, we got Ray in the chat. We got Ray and Kiss. Hey, guys. Chat's pretty quiet. I think I forgot to remind people enough times that we're starting half an hour early. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's an experiment. We'll see. Yeah. It's a little shift. Yeah, so... Thank you for joining, guys. Yeah, yeah thank it. you so much. Yep. So my, my number four... I changed this list in the middle of the show because I forgot about a game, actually. Um, my number four is Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Uh, if you haven't played Crisis Core, it's, it doesn't play like the other Final Fantasies. Mm -hmm. It's like an action RPG, but it's neat. It's got a good story. Um, I don't know if they retconned the story with Seven Remake. It feels like they did for part of it. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't played Crisis Core, you won't know what I mean. Uh, but I, I liked the game. It was fun. It really pushed the PSP as well, like God of War did. I was shocked. Um, so yeah, that'd be my number four. Is Crisis it has Core. Zach. It has Zach. So. It has Zach. I mean, so, yeah. What can you go wrong? So so Can't cool. Uh, fun fact. I actually so when I found um, Zach. On Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, I didn't know who that was. So I, I, <laughs> I, I was like, "Who is this wow. guy? Is this, is this guy supposed to be, uh, wow. uh, you know, like a like a Final Fantasy character or something?" Um, because he's not in seven either. So he's not in seven. He so is. He's... Zach is in oh, he seven. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, but I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, in the flashback. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're right. Um, I knew who he was before he even took his helmet off. So. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> I was like, Zach, it's Zach. It's Zach. Zach. Yeah, it's Zach. yeah. Zach. It's Zach. <laughs> That's Zach. That's Zach. You, cool. you can watch my live stream. It, I, pretty much the same light. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I was excited when I saw that, and I was like, oh, actually, Nick, you'll appreciate this. So the very last scene today, because I beat and got the platinum of 13 Sentinels today, when you beat the final boss, it goes into one of those PlayStation says you can't record this, and I was like, Elgato says, screw you, do what I want. <laughs> so I record there was like half an hour to 40 minutes of stuff after you kill the boss that couldn't be recorded I'm like this wow. is crazy and the reason is is I you 100% the story you beat the boss you're like here's what's going to happen I think and they still give you twists and turns all the way through the credits and everything what? I was like wow. this game is a yep. master class in writing 
it, it is going to go down as my favorite PlayStation 4 game of all time. That's uh, cool. That's one of the things in a lot of games I feel like they've kind of fall short with even if that they have like a master class story a lot of times it's just like extra boss fight with no additional context or something there's no plot to go with it but oh, there's a plot put, oh boy <laughs> if you just put like a little bit behind that it makes all the difference to me i swear <laughs> gives so, me a reason to play so i'll talk about later in the stream uh the later in the podcast but uh We'll, we'll get to that later. So, Brad. Brad, what's number your number four. four? What you got? My number four is a classic. It's, it's another classic, I, I have to say. Um, I'm talking about Final Fantasy, but in my case, it's Final Fantasy IV, the complete um, collection. Nice. Um, that's wow. definitely my, my favorite um, version of Final Fantasy IV. Like, it looks so pretty. Um, there's another version. There's the DS version, but I prefer this yeah. one better. The 2D um, sprites are so beautiful. Um, I mean, what what can I say about Final Fantasy IV that people don't know already? I mean, that, that that story between Cecil and Kane and and oh, it's it's, it's it's in my opinion the first Final Fantasy that had a big story. Mm -hmm. um, so 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 yeah, if, if you haven't played Final Fantasy IV. You should check it out at some point is is one of those games i i will say that um in my opinion like that like from four through nine is like the golden era of final fantasy games um that's just my opinion but you um, can add 10 in there but... you could add 10 because um <laughs> 10 10 did um a lot of um important stuff for 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 the series like doing doing that transition from from PS1 graphics to 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 the PS2 graphics, it was it was really huge. It was a really and pretty game. I will say that ten is the yes. is the last is the last you know true like classic Final Fantasy gameplay. You know, after that, you know, you have um, twelve. Um, <laughs> uh, Thirteen actually is 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 an interesting battle system that I'll talk about later because I've played mm. that game um, this week. I'm playing this. I, I, I played that that game for a while. Um, but, but yeah, but going back to Final Fantasy Four, yeah, go check it out if you haven't. Have you guys tried Final Fantasy Four? I have oh, yeah. not played it. Yeah, you, if, if you like six, you'll like four. I'm not I, saying it is better, but it is a good game. I played through six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I played eleven. I started twelve. I never finished it. Thirteen, thirteen, two. The I played the absolute crap out of fourteen, and fifteen is bad. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I bought it the Windows edition, so if I ever decide to play it again, I'm gonna stream it. It'll be pretty. So whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's cool. I need to go play Final Fantasy Four. What's the definitive version? Like which is the best version of four? The, the PSP version. PSP. The PSP version? PSP. The PSP. Yep. I'll have the, to look I mean, up uh, I think the DS one is is in three D, but I think the PSP, PSP version. PSP has looks... a better screen than the DS. So. Yeah. Oh, come yeah. on. I well, got the DS. I beat it on DS. Fine. So. Okay. At least it's, it's not on phones. But don't you guys it's, have phones? I, it, it, I, th I think it is. No, it is on. It, I think they, it's Final Fantasy IV in Steam as well. They probably ported it to phones yeah. as the PSP port because they did that with a lot of them. But yeah. Uh, the sprites definitely yeah, it is look on good Steam. in it is on PSP. Steam as well. 
Plus, right. doesn't doesn't uh, that have the after years? Yeah, exactly. It has oh. the. I, I played a bit of that. I haven't beaten um, the after years, but it, it is it is it is decent. I, if it's I, on Steam, I might pick it up. That could be a good PC game to stream. Yeah, I haven't it, played it. It's just your it, it it the the battle system is similar to Final Fantasy six and five. Well, hmm. six is amazing. Six is amazing because mo mostly because of the story, but um, you, you'll get a good story as well on four. It's not as epic as six, but it is like, it is good nonetheless. Cool. Tale of Redemption. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> All I right, Nabil, what is your Lane? You got the memo. You said you weren't coming. <laughs> if you want to jump in, buddy, I'll invite you. If you're able to make it, I'll add you to the screen and we'll adjust stuff. If you want to come in. <laughs> You're still on time. <laughs> yeah, te on, I mean, technically. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> Nabil, what's your number three? Yeah, so my number three is actually your number four, um, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Nice. Yeah, I remember, you know, Final Fantasy VII, the original one, was my first Final Fantasy game ever for the PS1. And when I found out that there was, like, a prequel for that game that explained things like Sephiroth, Things like why cloud is like cloud, things like who the hell is Sack. You know, I, I jumped into it and I really enjoyed it. The combat is different from most Final Fantasy games, but I think the story, you know, it enhances that so much more because it gives you a full, complete story of the entire Final Fantasy VII, you know, lore and all that things. So I really enjoyed that one. You know, that's my number three. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's a good choice, Nabil. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Nick, what you got, buddy? Uh, for number three, let me look at my list. <laughs> so Lane's gonna jump in, so that's exciting. So whenever he decides <laughs> to get in, I'll uh, I'll invite him and reshift everything around. Oh, we have uh, time. Don't worry. Let's go. Number three for me was Final Fantasy Dissidia. Ooh. Oh, that's that's nice. actually I was uh, someone mentioned that in the chat. I think it was Kiss, Kiss. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kiss, yeah. That was a phenomenal game it, for me. I just couldn't believe they brought together all the Final Fantasy characters and they gave it kind of a generic uh was it chaos versus light the forces of good versus evil, but it it just yeah, felt so mm -hmm. epic to me all the characters and like throwing in bits of their story together and kind of seeing how they clash against the other characters. And then they made dual decim and they like expanded upon it even more. You could learn like all these fighting moves and it, it's, it was like one, one of those fine balancing systems for the combat. Cause you don't actually deal damage until you like build up this number. And I'd always just, do like 9,999 or whatever, <laughs> like the max I could do. I just build it up till then. Oh, it way. looks like Lane wants to join but doesn't understand how Zoom works. So let me, uh, <laughs> let's, let's invite Lane. Looks get... like Team Kali winning. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Team Kali getting points. There's, Hashtag there's a Kali. reason that I uh, do the tech side of stuff. All right, Lane's coming in. As soon as Lane gets in, I'll reorganize all the stuff. And so, bear with me a couple moments, everybody, to get everything adjusted. Uh, oh God! What's oh, up? Shit. This guy. 
Go! Guess we just let in everybody now. <laughs> you guys want to join? All you have to do is to join. <laughs> do, do you guys see how we pick up people from the chat randomly? I'm, I'm, I'm invited yeah. to, the, to the. Yeah, it's great. The, hey, stranger, welcome like to the podcast. Like What's He's his like, name? Can I jump in? Yes, you can. What's his hey, name? Just, the oh. the Lena Nato. What the hell is that? <laughs> I'll be sure to get my neighbor on the next podcast. He might have some, <laughs> he might have some nice, um, what is the word? Recreational drugs for us. Nice. That sounds great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, anyway. I just pulled in uh, about, yeah, five minutes ago. So I was, I was listening to you guys on the way on the drive. Oh, cool. Thanks yeah. for supporting our uh, stream, stranger. I appreciate <laughs> to have new viewers to our podcast. Thanks, thanks for letting me be a part of it. <laughs> Anytime, buddy. Hopefully I'm uh, hopefully I'm uh, well qualified for the job. I don't know what you're talking about. We we decided <laughs> that we just replace you with the guy we just met up the street. Oh. <laughs> I, I see yeah. where my value <laughs> is. Hey, did you not read the paper lane? No poly, no whatever, no statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I got the – does that look good, those of you watching the stream? Does that look oh, – like I set it up decent? Uh, uh, perfect. Little, little, there you go. Uh, yeah. Is that better? Got it. Yep. Okay. Got it. Good deal. All right. So sorry for the inconvenience. Uh, so we had, <laughs> well, we have Nabil, number three, Nick, number three. Uh, well, it, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nick, number three, right? That's where we're at. Yeah, Nick, number three. Yeah, I, I just finished up saying uh, Dissidia was like my favorite uh, fighting game on the PSP because it brought all the Final Fantasy characters together. It added in like a leveling system. Uh, you learn new moves. You got equipment. It felt like a full-on Final Fantasy game, in like every sense to me. And you got all the characters and these awesome like limit breaks as like your fighting moves and stuff. And it's just, it is like the greatest form of fan service right there. And, and I loved every second of it. Yeah, speaking of fan service, Hope is not here today. Otherwise, we get a comment about that, I'm sure. <laughs> Mr. Hope. So, uh, I have once again reorganized my list uh, in the middle of the, the show. Lane, actually, you, you weren't here yet. Do you do you have any PSP games for your 5, 4, and 3 spot? I am completely and utterly unprepared for everything. <laughs> Oh come on! So, I, so you guys go ahead. Um, I never actually owned a PSP. Let's, so let, uh, let's continue and okay. uh, at some point, okay. Lane wants to join in the discussion. Yeah. I mean, just, I need to shoot, just scream. I need to be just scream for the future topics. You, mm. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll screen if I come up with something. Take <laughs> all it right, away. my number three. It's all. It's perfect that our buddy Lane is here for this because uh, the number Ooh. three for me on this list. Is going to be Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky Trilogy. Uh, I played the first game. I didn't love it because I played Cold Steel first. But the story, the story in these games, guys, is it's really good. It's not as good as Cold Steel. Team Cali. <laughs> but That's it's debatable. <laughs> it's still good. It's still good. And I got to say that I like the third story, probably the most of all of them so far. Uh, Trails in the Sky the third. Interesting. 
the story in that game, like Kevin's my favorite character from SC. Like he's just so interesting and the whole game is just about Kevin and his bullshit. So it's great. Uh, if, if you have not played these games, well, I'll be honest, Cold Steel 3 would have made so much more sense when they went to Hommel, when they went to the grave, when they, with the so much stuff happening, Cold Steel 3 would have made infinite more sense if I would have played these games first. So yeah. I would like to reach out to my, that stranger down there, <laughs> Lane, for highly recommending this series. It's it's not it's not as good as the other ones to me for gameplay, but the stories, guys, the stories. It's so important if you're gonna play the Trail series, you have to know the story. So that'd be the number three for me is the trilogy of Trails in the Sky. Yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll pick I'll pick that one too. I'm just not sure where. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, Rad. What's your number three? My, my my number three my number three is um Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 Portable. Um, Ooh, nice. Um I, I don't know what Atlus is waiting for in order to port this game already to other consoles or to PC or to anywhere. I mean um this is the version that we should get, the version where you can control your party members. Um, the superior version of Persona 3, in my opinion. Mm. Um, um, yeah, so it's such a good game. I mean, if you like Persona, what can you expect? Like, like um, those creating those monsters, um, you know, demons, I mean, um, turn-based um, RPG. So um, music is fantastic. Um, um, I sometimes I, I, I really have a hard time deciding between Persona 3, 4, and 5 when I'm thinking which is the one that I like the most. Like today is probably five, but tomorrow it could be three because three is really good and four is good as well. So um, yeah, um, uh, that's that's my number three. Persona, Persona three portable. Have you guys played Persona three? Oh yeah, Persona three is very good. It's a very good game. That that version doesn't have the FES expansion, that, that, does it? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it doesn't have the. I the think FES. that's like the main thing that holds it back plus it's lacks the 3d exploration yeah. right so we we need we need persona 3 portable so, so that you can control your party members but adding mm. the that would be great the, i would the love that as well yeah exactly right. that's what we need for that'd be that's, really great that's the only thing so i've played persona 4 gold and persona 5 royal the only thing holding me back from playing persona 3 is for that very reason is I kind of want to, if I'm going to spend, you know, whatever it is, 80 hours in that game, I want to play a definitive edition of it. So uh, it's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of crossing my fingers and toes, hoping that <laughs> that happens someday. And I think it will. It will eventually. Yep. It'll work eventually. They'll, they'll Especially after the that. success of Persona 4 Gold and like on Steam, I, I think it is no no-brainer for me. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean... Atlas said that they are going to more aggressively pursue porting that their previous versions of games due to Persona 4 Golden's success. So I think we it is safe to say that we can expect a port of some version soon. Oh yeah, I would agree with that statement. So now that Lane joined, my, my memory's all screwed up. Who's... <laughs> okay, Rad it... went, so now it's Nabil. Nabil, yeah. Uh, Number two, Nabil. 
Take us home, Nabil. Take us home. Okay, so my number two is a game that Nick has been uh, streaming these past few days. Um, it's mm -hmm. probably the reason why I, you know, discovered one of the series that I hold dear to my heart, and it's Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep. Let's, let's go. Um, yeah, this game was actually, you know, it was a present, and Rad gave it to me when I was younger. Ah. Um, yeah, he he wanted me to go to discover the Kingdom Hearts world. So I remember playing Kingdom Hearts one and two when I was younger, for the PS2. But I was so young that I only remember fragments of it. I didn't really care about it. So when I played um, Birth by Sleep, it was interesting because. It's a whole different set of characters. It's its own story, even though it has to do with the universe's story, you know, the big overall arc. But I really enjoyed this game and the story I fell in love. I'm a story guy, so I really enjoyed that. You know, watching it back now, watching Nick streaming, I can accept things like, wow, if this game was like in the PS3 or something like that, it would have been amazing. Oh, yes. The mechanics, you know. The PSP hold a little bit of it, mm -hmm. yeah. but man, I really enjoyed this game. It was a part of my childhood and, you know, I, I can't say enough about it. All right. <laughs> Fantastic like, choice. I, I love yeah. the story of it, and but it's like every time I play, I'm like, if they'd gone with the PlayStation 3. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, man, that would have yeah. been great. <laughs> yeah, but it's still a really good game. Yeah. yeah, I enjoy the combat. You know, the combat is a little different from the other Kingdom Hearts games. They implement the the command deck. Yeah, and it's an interesting concept. Yeah, it it was really fun. It really lets you uh, kind of tune in your own play style. So, exactly. uh, yeah. Lane, I don't normally want people to have to change their backgrounds, but the M on yours is cut off. Yeah, I know. That's from. It's funny you mentioned that because I'm actually looking for a replacement for it right now. Well, I'm just like, well, we have that on our stream. I'm sure that's good for. Uh, I'm sorry. I know it's unpro it's unprofessional, and I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it. Just hold your arm yeah. up or something. It's a fact. Other arm. There you go. Second, second strike tonight, Lane. We're, we're, second strike, we're man. Pro we're professionals. <laughs> Demonetized. Oh, God. I've got fixed for you just shortly. Just give me two seconds. Okay, cool. Well, lots of Kingdom Hearts love in this chat today, it seems like. Uh, Nick, what do you have? Number two. Y'all keep stealing my thunder, but um, I, my, coming in at number two is Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, which <laughs> I traded in way back when, but I have been a long time fan of the franchise of Final Fantasy VII, um, and I really enjoyed it. I played Dirge of Cerberus, watched Advent Children. I pretty much I would have played the mobile game if they had ported it over to the U.S. But uh, I pretty much played all the Final Fantasy spinoff stuff that they've had, and it it. I was just really engrossed in that story. I think the story is what really stood out to me because I always kind of liked Zach maybe a little more than Cloud because I'm like, Cloud's kind of just an imposter. <laughs> Zach lived it. He, he is the hero, and that's the whole point of his goals, and it's like his journey to becoming that, and uh, the uh, finale and everything is just heartbreaking I'll yeah say. it's very um, sad 
I'll leave yeah. it at that. I'm yeah. sure everybody knows it by now, but I do not want to spoil it for anyone. If anyone has not played that game, it is worth it for the end scenes credits and everything. Just that reason alone. Combat is fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't just like straight hack and slash. It felt like it still had a bit of strategy to it. It felt like a true Final Fantasy game to me, just kind of more action-oriented. And uh, I just really enjoyed that story, the characters, and it had Zach. What more do you need, you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> Yep, that's uh, very, very, very true. Squats for days. <laughs> Squats for days. Squats for days. <laughs> okay, right. well, my number two is a game you guys probably aren't going to expect. Like normal. Should be no big surprise. My number two is Touch My Katamari. <laughs> Let's go. It's actually Let's the go. reason. <laughs> it's, it's actually the reason I bought nah, a piece. Nah, 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 nah. Yep. I don't know how I would feel if someone approached me and told me that. What? Demonetize <laughs> again. The answer okay. is no. <laughs> no. Okay, so I bought a PSP for that game. I bought a PS Vita for that Katamari game. Actually, was it Touch My Katamari? Was that on PSP or was that Vita? That was probably Vita because it had touch screen. I don't remember. I'm going to look it up. There is a Katamari on uh, PSP, though, I'm pretty sure. Katamari on PSP. Come on, you can search it. Katamari. Me and my Katamari. That's right. Mm. Touch my Katamari is on Vita. So, never mind. Not touch my Katamari. Me and my Katamari. That's what I bought that system for. It's also why I bought a 360 and a PS Vita and a PSP. Was because of Katamari. I'm not kidding. Um, if you guys have watched my streams, you know what to expect. Uh, it's it's colorful nonsense. You roll up trash and people, and you make balls, and they get bigger, and it's got catchy music. Uh, it's, it's basically acid in a video. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, though. I was though. about to say, the plot is like a straight acid trip. This plot's great. <laughs> yeah, the music is top-notch, I'll say. The music's real good, so... Uh, me and my Katamari, that is my number two, and if anybody guesses my number one, I will be shocked beyond words, because I don't think you guys... It is an Only in Japan series, so I uh, I imported it. So, uh, Rad, number two. So my number two is Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep. Um, I would never guess that. The, the game that um, Mr. Nick is streaming at the moment, and... And the, the game that Nabil also um, has a love for it. Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say that you already didn't say before? It's just um, um, a, a side game that feels like a main story um, into the franchise. It, it is so important to the to the lore of the of the of the franchise that I can argue that it is actually a main title. Um, um, and sometimes, I mean, considering how the story from Birth by Sleep ties to like Kingdom Hearts 3 and other stuff, you know, sometimes you wonder if this, um, uh, if, if Nomura, this madman is thinking that way ahead, you know, um, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. The, 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 the connections that he, he comes with sometimes. So, 
So so yeah, so you you will see like if at some point you 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 keep playing the 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 franchise. But yeah, but um one of my favorite characters of the franchise is Aqua and she's in the game as well. Oh, yeah. Um um the 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 different routes was something new for the franchise. So 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 yeah, you could you could definitely instead of having a, a 30 hour story, you have three different stories with uh, with of, of about 10 hours each and 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 I will say like 90% of, of each route is independent to the others so so that's that's actually good um, then you have like uh, a final chapter tying everything together and then you have a secret episode and if you still want to play more you have secret bosses some of the most difficult secret bosses on, on the franchise are, are in that game um, holy crap! I just I just remember um, I I still have PTSD with the secret boss of that of that game. It is so hard. Um, Same. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I mean, a fantastic game. Um, you guys said more than enough about it. So let's let's move on to to Mr. Nabil for his number one. <laughs> so my number one. I mean, Nick already mentioned it. It's Final Fantasy Dissidia. Um, you know, ah. those games, they're like fan service for a Final Fantasy fan. And that's like one of the first RPG series I got hooked into. I got hooked into RPGs like later in my life. Um, and Final Fantasy was for sure one of the best and probably one of the first. So that's like fan service for, for a Final Fantasy fan. I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you fight with everybody. You enjoy everything. It's great. It's, it's, it's one of the best. Right. Can't <laughs> yeah. you like you unlock like all the classic tracks that you can fight to yeah. and everything. Exactly. The, the armor pieces, the weapons. You, you can still yeah. equip equipment like a true Final Fantasy game is why exactly. I loved it. There's I don't think I've found quite another fighting game that offers like that much um kind of replayability to me because of all that equipment and stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep, that's true. That's my number one. Well, that's sir. Cool. I still need to play that game. How how does that Dissidia game compares to others? Uh, it's not well. The last one is uh, Dumpster Fire, from what I understand. So, so, so it is trash. The the one on the PS4. Yeah, yeah it's free actually. Oh, so, gotcha. Um, but the yeah, it's free exactly. Yeah. PSP game, uh, Duodecim, it supposedly like improves on the original and like every shape, form, fashion is what I understand. I never actually got to play it, but reviews are very good. I remember looking at it and wanting it. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, Nick, what is your number one? Like I said, y'all keep stealing my thunder, but uh, <laughs> my. <laughs> We know Number it's me and my Katamari. Five. We know that, right? Oh, you, yes. you took it. You took yeah. it, 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 it. Oh my god! No. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Rad stole my thunder with oh, uh, Sona Three Portable for my number one spot. It was the first time I ever played Persona Three, and I saw that didn't really know what it kind of took out from the original, and honestly, I was perfectly happy playing the way i was you get to choose from the male and female protagonists in that game as well and gives you some different interactions with the characters and you just it's a lot of uh, 
it's a very dark story and the interaction with your characters just kind of builds the tension that grows with the group over time as they go throughout the dungeons and everything and it's like their interactions as you uh, progress just get steadily more dark and like it, it you can feel like the tension in the game it's like uh like the fog in a scooby-doo episode where he literally cuts it with a knife it's great i, I love it and uh it, it just feeds up into this final battle and i made it to like the final guardians or whatever and then my psp broke like uh, it just oh wow stop like the disc tray like where it reads the disc literally just plopped open and literally the entire part just fell out i was like Oh well, but I, that's probably one of my favorite games of all time, and uh, it's just a really dark story with characters that kind of stick with you. And I never really played a game where the character shoots himself in the head to summon a spirit yes. god. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that, at the at, at the time. I I guess I guess. If you think of that, that game came like at least the PS2 version that came out like in 2004, 2005, I think, mm -hmm. um, 15 years ago. Um, I, I don't see if that game will have been probably it will have probably a lot of controversy now if if it releases like in 2020. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is so good. It is so good. Okay, is it my turn for number one? Go for it. Well, I'm going to see if I can get you guys to guess it. There were actually seven games in this series on PlayStation Portable. Seven. And of the, of, of, I think oh. I know what it is. And they, uh, none of them came to America. They were all Japan oh. only. Only so in Japan. Only not, in Japan. Only so in not Japan. a Neptunia game. No. Well, that was no. my guess, dude. <laughs> only in Japan. Uh, they're based on a famous anime, one of my favorite animes. Shaman King. I wish to God there were seven Shaman King games. <laughs> I, I, I'd just be playing that for days. Then then I know mm. what it is, probably. Uh, it is the Bleach Heat the Soul yep. series. Uh, uh, if you haven't played these games, they are probably some of the better anime fighting games on the PSP. Uh, like The first one starts off and you're just Kurosaki and you've got the sword from the beginning and you're pathetic. But the last one, like the seventh game, is like way out there. It's like very far into the series, and they all have different improvements and tweaks and stuff. But they're they're pretty good for a 2D fighter, 2D slash 3D fighter. So if you're a fan of Bleach, uh, give a look at these games. That they're in Japan only, but PSP is a region free, so you should be able to pick them up, give them a shot. So the, they have. Didn't they have like a DS game too? There's three DS games. Uh, one is a um, tactics tactics game, but it's not it's it's not uh, great. It's kind of bare bones. There's one. there's three DS games, but they're not they're not stellar. Uh, the best Bleach game is the one for PS3. I should stream that sometime. It's very good. So, that's my number one. The series, the whole series, Bleach, Heat the Soul, it's, it's hard to pick a best one. It just depends on which part of the story you like the best. It's a rad. My go number ahead. one. Before I do my number one, I'm going to go and, and, and say a quick honorable mention that I, 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 I had it 
hard time putting it in, in number five between Lunar and, and this game. And I have to mention it because our our podcast is kind of, you know, about it. It, it, <laughs> is, it is Tales of Eternia. Um, mm -hmm. Tales of Eternia for, for the PSP, um, which is also Tales of Destiny 2. Um, um, it is actually a remake of that game. Um, it is such a good um, game, you know, um, classic Tales um, story with skits. Um, you have um, um, 2D combat in this action RPG. And uh, it, it was it was a great game. I mean, I haven't been. I have one of the reasons why I didn't put it in the in the top five is because I haven't finished the game yet. But um, it, it is really good. So I wanted to mention that Tales of Eternia. Uh, but my number one, my number actual my actual number one is um, E six, the Ark the Ark of Nabishnim. Um Oh my God, what a what a great game. That's that's East uh, at its finest, in my opinion. One of my favorites in the in the franchise for sure um really difficult game i have to say um mm -hmm. but 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 yeah but but it has it all like um decent combat good story um uh, the mechanics they don't feel clunky at all um um like controlling at all is pretty good um um it it, it does have like some you know um things that could have been improved like um like adding more checkpoints in, into the dungeons and and having like fast traveling um, um because sometimes the enemies are so hard that you have to backtrack and, and you know grind and come back and um but if, if that's the only thing that is holding that game back to being like a masterpiece in the e series in my opinion um, um i i loved it to pieces it is not a long game it is actually you can beat that game in less than 20 hours um, 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 yeah, um, if at some point, um, um, you, you want to experience like, um, ease at its finest, try that game, just be ready to, 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 to be challenged, but, um, it, it is fantastic in my opinion. What is it? Every easing game pretty much before seven is actually pretty tough, but seven and eight are not that hard. From what I'm, I haven't played seven, but eight is not a very hard game. I yeah. Compared, compa yeah. Compared to. Compared to six, eight is is pretty straightforward, like to beat. Um, um, I, if you play like in the normal difficulty on his eight, you should not have uh, problems at all. Um, on on his six, though, yeah, on his six. Um, um, some <laughs> I remember at some point I got to a boss. I was I was killing everything on my way. I got to a boss, and and when I started hitting the boss, I was doing zero damage. <laughs> That's how weak I was. <laughs> according to the game i was doing zero damage so i had to you know start fighting things for i don't know 15 minutes half an hour um boss is just last laughing at you like yeah <laughs> that tickles yeah exactly exactly like that then i started doing damage to 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 the enemy but but yeah but it's 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 fantastic nonetheless levels make such a difference in these games yes <laughs> yeah, that's true that's true, and, and and in that game in particular, like you have like you you don't you don't also you also have to level up your sword, not only your your character. So that's right. influenced the combat so much. Yeah, East Origin was a cakewalk. <laughs> that's a tough one. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I died over fifty times, for, mm. without a doubt. <laughs> I will I will say I will say East Origin is close in difficulty to x6 i think x6 is more difficult but it is its origin is, is really tough as well i remember when i fought the final boss i did like 
maybe half of its health in its final third form and <laughs> i was like jesus i just cannot beat this thing and then like next time i went i grinded for one level came back and mopped the floor with him i'm like <laughs> what the crap <laughs> it makes a huge difference in that game it's yeah it's sometimes one level is just it's, it's just what you need it's just what you need. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's my number one. So I gotta say, I'm I'm a little surprised. Oh, so my honorable mention, I typed it in chat. Another rhythm game, Guitar Man Live. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of uh, Hatsune Miku games. I play a lot of rhythm games. Okay, just <laughs> deal with it. It's fine. Not only DDR, uh, you have you have other stuff. I, I have other Go. stuff. Mm -hmm. Actually, probably one of my favorite rhythm games of all time on a game console besides DDR is on the DS. And if we ever get to the DS, I'll talk more about it. <laughs> um, but that is uh, Osu Tatakai Owendon. Uh, it's, it's the Japanese version of Elite B Agents, oh. but it's all mm -hmm. Japanese music. So for those of you that like Japanese stuff a lot, like the, the, the big thing about that game is they have my favorite Japanese band, one of their songs in the game, Music Hour by Pornography. That's the name of the band. Look it up. It's a real band. They've been, Pornography has been around. No, no, they're a real band. They, they have been around for more than 20 years and they keep having music come out. They're a J-Rock band. Uh, they did the opening to Full Metal Alchemist. They did some other stuff too. Oh, oh, oh those okay. are okay. Those. okay. Okay. Now I see. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What was the name? We accept <laughs> this now. Porno graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't make it up. I can't make it up. Uh, pornography. That they're they're very. So they're I, very I'm cool. on my work laptop right now, and I think I'm going to go incognito mode before I can search that. It's the band name. Go look it up Be on. Careful, C go to Be CG. Careful, go to CD Japan. I don't want HR on my ass. Go to CD CD Japan. It is, it's a Japanese band. I swear to God. Uh, well, well, you I see, boss. You. <laughs> you see, boss. I was on a podcast, and one of the members was talking about a J rock band. And they just happen to be called porno graffiti. They really are. They they've been around for for a long time. Anyway, um, really cool list, everybody. Lane, do you actually have any games you want to right. talk about? So in in no particular order, I'll just quickly throw throw out a few. Um, Crisis Core, uh, Breath of Fire three, I played on PSP, and Trails in the Sky, it's definitely number one. So before awesome. we move on, can I show you guys something real quick? Sure. No. <laughs> See Check. what? Oh, Check. Okay, I think I know what it is. I I hate you <laughs> yeah, for this. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta turn my background off for this. Yeah, I hate Lane for this. Yeah, I saw I this. I was like, I'm so jealous. Years. Check this shit out. Oh, <laughs> a freaking gunblade. That does it. Click. Can you pull the trigger? Hi, you son of a. Oh it's, wow! It's it's Squall Leon all, all the time again. I hate all over you. the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, so this most important wow. thing you guys need to know right now for all of the people watching the podcast that just happen to be single ladies obsessed with Final Fantasy VIII, your man's right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you're looking for yeah. a Halloween partner. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. I'm your for man. Costume. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you should donate that to me, Lane. I mean, yeah. I have the tattoo, so. Yeah. Ooh, it's, wow. it's a funny story, actually. Yeah. So uh, my sister, she had an, like her ex-boyfriend or, or something, bought it at Comic-Con. He moved out, left it at her house. And then she knew I loved Final Fantasy. And she's like, so Lane, uh, what's his name? Left this gunblade. Do you want it? I'm like, uh, hell yes. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> so she finally gave it, to, gave it to me today. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Best breakup yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It was it's, worth it. It was worth it. You know, it's a little dirty. It needs a little bit of TLC, but like. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna hang this up somewhere. Yeah, it's, most it's definitely. A great, it's an awesome gift. So right, I just thought I'd show you guys that real quick. You should mount it like right above the door frame, you know, yeah, and slam the door re- yeah. really hard. Slam the door real hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then put in your will goes to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Anyways. So our next topic is which RPG would we recommend to beginners to RPGs? Which this was actually kind of a hard topic for me to pick a game because there's so many great beginner titles. So I think we should start with once again our guest, Nabil. Lead us off, buddy. Let's go. Um, So I was thinking about this question and it's very interesting because if you're a beginner, you, you are either someone that has never heard the term RPG or somebody that knows what an RPG is, but you prefer, you know, other genres or you haven't really had the opportunity to play RPGs. So I thought of three answers, you know, one for like three different RPG categories, subcategories for a turn base, for action and for strategy or, you know, a tactical RPG. Um, For turn base, I actually picked um, these games that they're hilarious. They're like the most simple turn-based game you can find out there. And they're South Park games. The th- <laughs> South Park stick of the truth and the fractured butt hole. <laughs> so, so these games, they're like, you know, they're like a parody of a of a an RPG turn based game. Yeah. Um, the first one is um is about like Game of Thrones and like uh, the Lord of the Rings, and the the other one is from superhero movies, Marvel, DC. So you know, if somebody has never heard the term RPG, but you know they know about South Park. Oh, hey, that's South Park. Let me check this out. Oh, so this is a turn based RPG. You can like just hit a dude with a hammer or throw like one magic um, attack, but that's a turn-based RPG. So that's the game I would recommend to them. (laughs) And for action RPG, this is a more serious um, answer. I would probably recommend Final Fantasy VII, the remake, Um, just because I think it's a good, it's a great game. um, And it would be like a gateway for that person to discover the Final Fantasy universe. So it can lead to that person playing, you know, Final Fantasy um, 4, Final Fantasy 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, all of them. So, yeah. And for a strategy RPG, it's it's kind of an easier strategy, like tactical RPG I played not so long ago. It's Fire Emblem, Three Houses. 
Um, mm. It's it's a it's a cool game, and it's it, it helps if you've never played a strategy game before because it has different modes. It has like the classic mode, when if your character dies during the battle, you lose him forever. But it also has like an easier mode. So if your character dies, you can revive him again. So for somebody that's trying to discover like those sort of genres, I think it's a good example. And it's yeah. it's a pretty game. And it, all of them are like recent games. So if, you know, graphics are things that the people cares about. So there you go. Yeah. Those are my One thing, Another thing yeah. about Three Houses, I think is ver- that makes it very beginner fl- friendly is the fact that you can rewind time. Right. Like, exactly. If you make yeah. a mistake, exactly. you accidentally kill your favorite character and you're in yeah. classic mode, just rewind the turn or something. Yeah, rewind time. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's one of the, the features that, yeah, definitely beginner friendly. Like, um, obviously the, the the casual mode as well, but that's that, that's coming since Awakening, I think. But um, yeah. um, the combination of those two, yeah. Um, uh, and, and the easy, uh, if, if, you, if you want to go either easier you can choose the easy difficulty and yeah the game exactly. is really easy in that way like like you have characters like edelgar or 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 dimitri yeah. that will kill everything like in one shot so so yeah yeah i agree with that choice rewind function so hopefully myself my my south park choice will make people play rpg <laughs> <laughs> there we go yeah. there we go i have, <laughs> I have it in my back look <laughs> I, I i'm i'm so tempted to start a playthrough on that i mean now so very like, like, I gotta I say, know, so. I gotta say, Nabil, you just made my life yeah. a lot more difficult because I didn't know we were gonna do a tactical RPG, a non, no, no. non-tactical, no, that was just, that was, an action. That was just me. <laughs> now I have to, I have to. You set the bar. Uh, that, that, that was me being the nervous, you know, guest. Oh, I gotta do a good impression, you know. I can't tell you guys. Callie's okay. going, going last now. She's going to nervously yeah. quick list. Yeah, uh, I mean, I only I only picked one too. I mean, so. I can go second. I can come up with stuff on the fly. I do it all the time at work, and I haven't gotten in trouble yet. Uh, so I mean, I can go second if if Nick, you don't want to, or Rad, you don't want to. I I can go if you want. Uh, Please, thanks. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm 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 gonna recommend. Um, I was gonna recommend one, but since Nabil set the bar, I'm gonna recommend two. Uh, just just not to go, not to overkill, but not, just yeah. you know, just middle just ground, to, you know, a nice middle ground to appear that that I made my research. Um, <laughs> so in my case, there is a game. On the Nintendo Switch, that um, for some reason people ignore that game, and I think it is a brilliant strategy RPG. It gets um, on sale almost every week, I swear, um, and people should play that game. It is Mario and Rabbits, like I knew Kingdom it. Battle. Oh. It is a yep. great, great, great game. <laughs> Super simple. Um, it is a strategy RPG, um, but you have the, the the Mushroom Kingdom charm, of course, Mario, yeah. Luigi, and the rabbits as well. Um, this is if 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 I have so I if I had a kid and he wanted to um, play a strategy RPG, um, I will I will definitely um, make him play this because um, make him. Um, yeah, it's just it is so good and and it is so simple and everything is so well explained. So so yeah, if you if you guys haven't tried that game, 
I, I think it, you should at some point. You're going to sit there. You're going to play this game. Yeah, you're going to yes, like because, it. You're going to like yep. it because I said so. No, no dinner until you finish this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> J- jokes aside, yeah, it is, it is fantastic. Um, um, the other game I will I, I will recommend for a beginner, and and this is for this is more for for the kind of narrative that they use, um, how they introduce stuff. I'm not the, the game is not easy by any means. It is. It, I, I will say the first half of the game is easy, then it gets harder, but um, it has this charm that I can, I can see um, any beginners playing this game. Like and, and getting hooked with the RPG genre, and it is a game that my friend Nick streamed long ago, and it is Nino Kuni, the first one. Um, um, it, it is a game that towards the end of the game, um, it gets hard, but the game is so long. So, I, oh, so if 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 you get that far, you've been putting like fifty to sixty hours already, and it also has an easy mode. Um, I, I I think. Um, um, it is a very charming game. Um, the mechanics, um, um, they explain well how, you know, how, how the monsters work, work how, how you can capture them and, and, and use them in battle. Um, it is not too hard to, you know, to, to get into as well. So, so yeah, that's another game I would recommend to, to a beginner. Absolutely. It's very well explained and handholds your way through, like, a lot of the game to introduce every mechanic and it'll do it. It'll give you hints. It'll pretty much tell you exactly how to do it the first time. The second time it'll heavily hint towards Mm -hmm. it. And then usually by the third, they're like, Hey, you did something similar (laughs) to this before. You might want to try something like that again. (laughs) Just like that. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, it's, it's a very well done way of introducing mm-hmm. all the new mechanics and how each spell interacts with the world and puzzles are fairly simple um mechanics of the fighting system usually you can just grind if you want mm-hmm. and beat the game as long as you level up levels make a big difference in that game kind of like uh <laughs> dragon quest or something but i i have a friend that um he beat um, the game about the same time as you did, Nick. But he's a complete beginner to the genre. Uh, he asked me for 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 a game, like which game should I get? Like, and at that point, you know, Kuni was on sale, and I was like, you should try that. And he did exactly that. He he grinded until level eighty, which is insane for the final boss, and then he destroyed oh, the final yeah. boss. Jesus. Yeah. So 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 yeah. I mean, um, um, he, he he was re- really pleased with with his experience and then he beat the after i'm talking about a month ago he he got so hooked about the game that he got tales of vesperia and he beat it nice he just beat it today so so yeah you've changed that man's life rad that's really cool thank you that's really good yeah i love that game so yeah so that's that will be my my two picks well, I've got my list, unless you want to go, Nick. Uh, sure, I'll go ahead. Um, my first one was my very first uh, RPG that I ever played, and that is Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, which is a <laughs> RPG that uh, Square Enix pretty much dumbed down for us Americans. <laughs> so <laughs> The American uh, Final Fantasy. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it says on the box, entry level role playing adventure. So <laughs> it says it on. Yeah. And the game's very uh friendly. There isn't you can't get lost. You get like every tool on the way. You don't have to travel too far out of your way to find any key items. If you're looking for like a retro entry level role playing adventure, then <laughs> look no further than final fantasy mystic quest and for like something who is probably a little more mature and introduced is still has a idea of what an rpg is a great entry into the series is uh super mario rpg and the legend of the seven stars mm. nothing too complicated boss battles aren't too frustrating uh there's a few in there that get a little difficult but nothing crazy uh axum rangers have you have you fought that fight as like eight-year-old nick because it sucked as an eight-year-old callie it wasn't it wasn't until i got to smithy's castle that i really had trouble in the original well i mean just because you're better than me you know (laughs) (laughs) well i also grind a lot so (laughs) true true that you can beat that game if you grind like i think you can beat that game at like level 40 50 something the maximum level is 25 what oh okay then yeah yeah definitely beat it at a low level (laughs) but yeah you don't have to grind too much to beat that game and it's easy it's one of the better games to play plus if you love mario games like who doesn't like mario games it's got plenty of the mario mechanics like the blocks to find hidden blocks to bust and everything items you get a fire flower for one of the abilities your uh mp is called fp for flower points it's got all the mario charms some really quirky interesting characters that'll make you actually laugh out loud and that's something that you don't really find in too many RPGs. So I, it's a great entry, even if it's kind of dated on the graphics. And uh, for my newest entry, I would say Nino Cooney. Cool stuff. Well, I, I decided to redo my entire list after Nabil decided to just... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just I'm so sorry. Thing. <laughs> so since, since now we all decided to to throw out his, his yeah, us, yeah yeah so so here's what's going on. I'm gonna recommend GameCube games specifically because you could pick up a GameCube pretty cheap. Some of these games are cheaper than others that I'm gonna mention. Um, the first huh. one I'm gonna recommend is uh, it's a turn-based game. It's it's got a good story. It's wholesome. It's a good length of a game. It's actually two games combined together. It's a good dungeon crawler, probably the first dungeon crawler experience that you should have, and that is Evolution Worlds. Uh, Evolution, I enjoyed it. I played it on the Dreamcast. Uh, the GameCube port is superior. It, it kind of takes out the fluff from the first game that just kind of drug on forever. And uh, I, I think that Evolution Worlds is probably a very good game to start off with the equipment's not too complicated but you get skills um, it matters your position in the party forward backwards middle um, the, the characters are kind of quirky like one of the best characters is a butler he's your butler for the mag family so evolution worlds would be my turn-based dungeon crawler recommendation um, 
For an action RPG, I would recommend that you pick up Tales of Symphonia. Damn it, Callie! Tales of <laughs> Tales of Symphonia was my first Tales of game, and I loved it. Actually, I I loved it so much I might want to play through it again. It's been over over ten years since I've played it. Uh, I highly recommend Tales of Symphonia. It's got a light story. It's lighthearted. It's fun. The combat's not too complicated, but it's complex enough, and it's got a good just system for in general. So Tales of Symphonia. I highly recommend that when a lot of people talk positively about it. And, of course, another GameCube game that I can't leave off the list that I would love to have. I don't have it. <laughs> I I have the sequel on the Wii, but I don't have this one. I never had it. I had a, f- a friend of mine had it. And you guys know what I'm going to say. It's and that's, about $250. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's, yeah. it's Fire Emblem for GameCube. Uh, it's, it's so good. Like, that's, that's one of the few Fire Emblem games that I really, I, I played quite a bit of at my friend's house. Like, I, I got to play maybe like six or seven hours because I wasn't over there that much. But I, if you have a GameCube and you have the money, that's a good game. Tales of Symphonia is not that much. Evolution Worlds is really cheap. Obviously, Skies of Arcadia is not too cheap anymore. But if you're interested in entry-level RPG stuff, the GameCube has a lot of fun adventures that I'm sure you'll enjoy. I think you probably just mentioned another one that's coming, but... <laughs> I did? Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Anyway... Well, uh, I remember hearing last week, I was saying Skies of Arcadia Legends was going to be a good beginner rpg and callie's all like what skies no that's not that's not too complicated <laughs> yeah yeah that's, well that's what yeah. i was thinking but seen in the news song this week i well did you notice i didn't put it on the list as the turn base no i said evolution worlds because evolution <laughs> is a far simpler game it's probably one of the simplest uh turn-based games that you'll play but it's really fun if you guys haven't tried it Go take a look at it on uh, YouTube. It, it's a fun title. Lane, now that My you've turn? been here, let's let's hear what you have to say. Yeah, so you you stole my pick. I was also going to say Tales of Symphonia for an action RPG, just because basically, to echo what you said, it's very simple, bare bones. Um, I think another, if I had to pick something else, I think probably maybe Tales of the Abyss or Tales of Vesperia would probably be a, maybe a second uh, or Abyss or Vesperia would probably be my second choice um, just because uh, I feel like those games have the good, the right amount of balance of having good combat and a good story as well where the more modern Tales games I think are a little lacking in the gameplay department. But um, So yeah, that would probably be my pick for an action RPG. Um, JRPG, to be more specific. Um, And for turn-based, the game that keeps coming to mind for me is if we're taking length out of the equation, I think I would say Persona 5. Um, I think it's probably, well, I think it's the most appealing to a newcomer because it's fairly new, but yet I still feel like Persona 5 uh, captures the essence of what make classic RPGs great. Um, with its combat and uh, the other thing about it is 
I mean, if you want, you can have the game hold your hand the whole way. All you do is you, you know, I think it's like the L1 button and it picks the action, the best action for you for the next, for during that turn, right? So, I mean, the game is literally telling you what the best thing to do is if you can't figure it out for yourself. So I think that make, that alone makes it very beginner friendly, um, as well as the fact that the game is very, very heavy in tutorials um, right. at the beginning. And I think if, if they get the hang of that, um, I think that really is just a good tutorial for RPGs in general. I feel like a lot of the stuff that they teach you, so. It's really uh, interesting because Persona 5, as you mentioned, has a lot of tutorials, but at, ne at, at, at no point it feels overwhelming, you know? they. I agree. They, it's they very actually, well paced. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, think, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that kind of speaks to why it's been such a success, because it's very easy, easily accessible, gives you, like, all the pointers that you need to be successful yeah. in a RPG, and... Uh, yeah. yeah um yeah i mean for me it, it's like i said it captures everything that i love about rpgs great battle system great story great characters that you relate to um yeah it's one of my favorite games ever by far so i i think that's probably what i would recommend um in the turn-based department um and then, uh, yeah, I think I have to agree with Nabil for the strategy RPG. I think Fire Emblem Three Houses is a pretty great starting point for anybody interested in that, just because of the fact that, you know, you have the option of not using permadeath um, and the fact that if you make a mistake, you can rewind, fix it, and not have to start the whole battle over again. Mm -hmm. I think that's really super beginner friendly, and it's, it's just a great game too, so can't go wrong there. Um, but I don't think these are games that I would just, you know, pull out of a hat and recommend to somebody. I think I would first, you know, ask them like, okay, what, what kind of games are you into right now? And sort of maybe try and find something that might fill, uh, or meet what they're currently interested in, I guess. So, but those, those will be my, uh, my three picks, I think. So I have a question for the, the, the group, actually, if you have a friend a hypothetical friend that plays Call of Duty and shooters and Fortnite, and that's that's basically all they do. Borderlands. Yeah, no, 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 no. They <laughs> yeah. They they only play those shooters, and you had to recommend them a turn-based RPG to start off with. Which one would you recommend to the the Call of Duty bros? Oof. Oh my god! I will, I, I will, I will say um, maybe something like Valkyria Chronicles will will appeal to them. Um, yeah, uh, that's something that's that. A good one. That's, I mean, it's as close as it gets to to a war and to a, enjoy shooting, but at the same time, it is a JRPG. So uh, that's what I will recommend. Yep, that you took my pick right there, Rad. So <laughs> yeah. great, 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 yeah. great yeah. taste, buddy. Yep. Probably that's the only one I got. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know. I I think yeah, that's probably uh, at least from a setting perspective. I think that makes a lot of sense. But I think I would want to know, you know, outside of gaming, what other media do you mm -hmm. consume? Uh, yeah. What kind of movies do you like? What do you like anime? If you so, what kind of anime yeah. are you into? I think that might be something like, hey, well, there's this great game. Yeah. Well, the thing is, all they say is, I like Call of Duty. I like shooting people and. Uh, 
yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Resonance of Fate. I was Ooh. waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually just picked up the PS3 copy today. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, guys, our next topic on this show this week is self-imposed gaming restrictions, ones that you put on yourself that you like to torture yourself for one reason or another. Uh, so I'll start off, since I think this is a topic that I started a few weeks ago and then Rad brought it up. I was like, yeah, this is it. This is the topic. So that for me is if there's a turn-based game, I will not use the runaway function. I, ever since I can remember, I just don't use it. Like I used it in the original Pokemon a few times. But when I saw in Skies of Arcadia that they tracked that, I was like, oh, oh, I wonder if there's a reward. And I think there's only been like two games ever that have had a reward for never running away from a battle. Was there an award in Skies or a reward? Uh, I think so. I'm going to Google it when I'm done I don't... talking about it. Okay. I think I think Dragon Quest Eight tracks it too. It, it matters to me. It's it's one of those insignificant things Maybe. that probably doesn't matter, but to me it it does. Um, that that's probably my biggest self-imposed restriction. That's fair. So, let's go around the circle. Uh, Nabil, what do you got? Hmm. So, I think that when I when I play you know a game an RPG any game. I try to not use the most broken or OP weapon that you can get in the game to pass it. That's something like I always do. I, I, I can use it like later on if I pass the game, if I beat it. But while I'm playing the game, I, I just don't like to use them. I like to challenge myself that way. I don't know why. It's, it's a weird thing. But yeah, I think that would be one. I, I get that. I, I yeah. kind of do the same thing a lot of the times it feels like you're taking the cheap way out not playing yeah. how it's meant to be played but... exactly exactly after i beat the game i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna destroy everybody but while i play it especially the first time i tend not to do that so yeah that's probably one of them yeah i think the only cool. game that i really did that was like dark souls 3 because it felt like dex oh, yeah. weapons were the only way to go when it first came out <laughs> yeah well, Nick, what's your thoughts? Do you have any? Um, pretty much. I just reserve like my anything I can't buy from a store, and I just like never wind up using it because I'm like, oh, well, I can, I can use yeah. the high potion here. I don't need that, or or I, I have rays. I can use my MP, and then I'm like, beat the final boss, and I've got like ten elixirs sitting there, and I'm like. Yeah, you you save your mega elixir for the final boss, and then you never end up using you it. You never use it. Right. You forgot you had it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's exactly the way it is in Trails. The Zerum powder. Nope, can't use those. Okay, got to hold on to those. I used to be that way, but then I kind of broke that habit more recently because I was starting to realize that it didn't really do me any good to save it for the final fight. It would kind of be more of an, okay, I'm in a really tough spot right now. If I don't use this thing, I'm gonna have to start over. So I'm gonna go ahead and use it. Um, and that that's seemed that's worked for me pretty well. Ever since I started doing that, I've never really been in the situation where I went into the final fight and wasn't prepared. Like maybe I was not as comfortable with the items I had, but it wasn't like a thing that made the fight like unbeatable or anything like that. So I tried to loosen up on that on on item usage, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, Brad. I kind of. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I kind of followed through with that. Kind of like the not running thing. I never used to run from any fight because I was like, that just doesn't reflect the characters or anything. And But as I've gotten into like challenging myself a little bit with like higher difficulties and stuff, I'm like, well, if I don't run, then I'm probably not fighting tough enemies. So that's, right. that's I don't know. Well, either that or I'm, I just think of it as a tactical retreat. <laughs> Oh, I run all the time. If it's a weak enemy, <laughs> I don't waste my time. Depends, yeah. Yeah, it if, depends. If it doesn't, if it, if it is not worth it in terms of what you get, then yeah. I run away. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. Or in if I'm gonna die, if I'm gonna die, I try to run away. But sometimes running away is even worse. So. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, if 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 they don't let you run away, then you're screwed. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> In particular, Skyzik for Arcadia comes to mind since I'd played that not too long ago. <laughs> like I would I would typically always run from a fight on the world map because I was trying to get somewhere. But then once I got to the dungeon, it's like, okay, I'm in the dungeon. I'm gonna fight every enemy until I get to the boss because I need to level up, obviously. Right. That's kind of how I typically do it. Like if I'm traveling from point A to point B and it's through someplace I've already been, I'm running like probably the most i've ever run in a game was nino cooney because <laughs> my characters just would steamroll through the enemies for like the first two three fights and then like my party members would have like zero mp by the third fight yeah. and then then it was just like a, a hopeless battle by that point you were going to die because you have to keep like a constant stream of like heels going in that game or else you're you're screwed yeah and um <laughs> I, some of the final dungeons are kind of longer and there's some wide gaps without any like recovery points or anything plus it costs like five battles worth of gold to get like one mp recovery item that may heal <laughs> about a quarter of your mp that will be lost in the next battle and so yeah. it it was a tactical retreat for that game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ran a lot. <laughs> Skies was yeah. like that at the beginning. Like the item to heal MP at the, towards the beginning of the game only heals one MP. So it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. there is no, literally no reason I should be using magic unless it's a boss fight because I'm just wasting my money. <laughs> yeah, I remember Once, But later that. in the game, yeah. Later in the game, you get items that heal like 10 mp and it's like okay now magic is a little bit more viable <laughs> well nino cooney kind of remains the same for the majority sure. of the game so oh really yeah. yeah so rad what do you think do you have any weird restrictions so, i have a few um so so if i if i'm doing a first playthrough of a game um every time i get to a town i i i stop whatever i'm doing i i don't want to progress the story i just want to talk to everyone and oh, go yeah. to every house or every merchant or every um, market or whatever it is. I, I need to check everything before I actually progress the story because I, I get this sense that sometimes games, you know, you progress the story and then you don't go back to the place. Um, so I have to do that. I, I also, I, I always I, um, talk to everybody and, and check um, every house or every building or whatever is available. Um, I, I also do, do other kind of challenges, like, uh, for example, in the, um, when I, lately, I mean, after I beat a Pokemon game, I, I usually do a, a, a Nuzlocke 
um, challenge. If you guys know what that is. Um, oh, basic... isn't that where like if you if your Pokemon dies, you release it or something like that? Yeah. If so, so basically, if you get to a new mm. area, you on, you you only are allowed to catch whatever Pokemon appears first. If if it is a PG, it is a PG. If it is a Rattata, it is it is a Rattata. Okay. Um, okay. you get that Pokemon. You cannot catch any other Pokemon until you get to a different um area or new dungeon or whatever um if your pokemon die then if or if, if it faints it died so you have to either release it or or set, store it in your you know in your box and forget about it and the third rule is that um that you cannot restart the game by any means like sometimes you know you're trying to catch pokemon a legendary pokemon and if you don't catch it you just restart and try to catch it again um, you can't yeah. do that. So that mm. the, uh, people you sh- people that like Pokemon a lot usually do that because sometimes the Pokemon games are not hard or easy or extremely easy, unless you're playing like a Pokemon ROM or something. And 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 if you want the challenge, that's that's one way to get it. And actually, and there's actually fun. a huge community. That's actually there is actually a huge community. There's forums. There's a lot of stuff about um, that kind of of challenge. Yeah, that's a great great. Uh... I've never really, I've heard of it, but I've never done it. And that's a great way to introduce that challenge, which I I wanted to do like an honorable mention, but I forgot for Pokemon because that's a very easy RPG for beginners. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's a definitely like a challenge run there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've known a couple of people that did it and I was just like, why would you do this to yourself <laughs> because you love pokemon i guess so yeah, i think it sounds fun i mean yeah. the thing is that that um, if you think about it um it is not like you're not gonna get your six team your six pokemon team you know you're gonna get it, it, the, the the only thing that that's gonna um make sure is that you don't let your pokemon faint of course um and and second of all you don't get to pick a super stream team like a super strong team i mean um, you, you 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 get what you get. I mean, if you get a PG, you get a PG. If you get a Carpy, you get a Carpy. If you're lucky and you get a, a rare Pokemon, sometimes it happens. It happened to me. I, I remember, um, um, I, I when I enter, what was that? I I enter um like 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 this Cerulean City, and the first thing I got was an Abra, and Abra is is, is pretty weak at the beginning, but when you evolve it, um, it is a Cadabra, not like a Sam, which is amazing. So. That that yeah, that's yeah. I guess you doesn't it only know like teleport if you at the beginning really yeah so 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 yeah so if you only have an abra you're screwed of course but, but <laughs> usually <laughs> yeah. if you get an abra by Cerulean City so you, you already have like your starter and something else at least and you can switch them up until you right but you you gotta be careful because if you do that and and the enemy critical hit you and kills the abra, the the other Pokemon then yeah you're dead so 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 yeah you don't want to lose your your starter for sure yeah you you could always use like a tm i guess but you know I, they don't learn anything yeah, yeah. they don't learn anything so so you're you're stuck with teleport until he evolves oh crap <laughs> so yeah that that's that's that will be my my take on the topic mm. 
Cool. Well, that topic didn't take as long as I expected. Um, so now we have... Hey, what about me? <laughs> oh, that's right. There's Lane. Next, come next on, topic, man. next topic. <laughs> I know I'm late, but damn. <laughs> all right, buddy. Okay, all right, Lane. Now what I are yours? I have something to say. I have something to say here. All right. So <laughs> I think uh, I don't really do this a lot. But I think uh, one thing I've noticed I do on some, I think it kind of depends on how much I like the game and how the, uh, but one thing I do tend to do, find myself doing a lot is, you know, you get to the next town, there's new gear available, there's new items available, right? I find that I have a hard time progressing unless I have all the next best gear. And if I don't have the money, I will go get the money or sell stuff because I feel like I am not prepared to progress unless I have all the best equipment that I can get from this new town, right? Uh, it's, this especially goes for the case on games where the, uh, I would say there's not a whole lot of variety in the equipment. It's like you, you get what's next best for your character at the next town, right? There's not a whole lot of variation to it. Um, yeah, I, I can't leave the town unless I have, you know, this many potions, this many Phoenix Downs, and everybody's got the best stuff. I guess that would be mine. Cool. I think I, I like to I like to collect like everything in a game, or like Rad said, talk to every every NPC or every character in a town or in a map. But I think in my case, it's more because of the story aspect. Because sometimes you can reach a town, and here's the point where the mission's going to start. Art, and those characters say useless stuff like oh the sky is blue or hey you look you look nice but then there's an, an old lady like hidden under the most random house and she tells like the most important lore or story of the game and i i feel bad yeah. if i miss that so but i like, like did to, you know that you like, blah, blah, yeah blah. yeah if you exactly. like that Nabil, you really need to play the trails games Dragon that's, Quest. That's yeah. So Dragon true. Quest. yeah and dragon that's quest true. it happens to me yeah Jesus. Uh, i need to play the trails game yeah for sure I, I I hated Dragon Quest because of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like an open world RPG. Yeah. And then it's like, you need to find the golden nugget or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, literally, you have to take like seven steps from the town, go down to back left three, and yeah. then press X on the world map. And then you find the golden nugget and with like no yeah. marker. And I'm like, yeah. It's under a world. rock in a in a desert. That's the only info they give to you. It's under a rock in a desert, and you need to find it. it like, hidden uh, under sand. Yeah, under <laughs> sand, under sand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, That's so cool. I guess we're gonna we're gonna throw a topic in that happened this week. It's news item. I'm gonna talk about it a little more in Auburn time tomorrow, but I figured it'd be a good thing for us to discuss since we have the time. What do you guys think about the new PlayStation 5 UI? Uh, open discussion. Um, I'm going to save... Uh, I'm going to just basically say that I like the PS4 UI better. Same. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, go. I like it. I think it has some good quality of life improvements from the PS4. In particular, I liked how... Um, I don't like on the PS4 how when you press the home button, it takes you out of the game. Um, I think Very that's true. one thing that Xbox has done better yeah. is Xbox, it just kind of like this little side panel will come out and you can be, change game, go in a party, whatever. 
So the fact that when you press the PlayStation button, whatever they call it, the home button, and it doesn't take you out of the game and you can just, you know, do whatever, join a party or watch your friend play a game on the side of your screen and not take you out of the game, get help, like help progress yeah. without having to go on my phone. That's, that's huge for me because one thing I really can't stand when I'm playing a game is when I get stuck and I have to leave the game, go, either go on my phone or go on the computer and figure out how the hell I progress. That, that's such a buzzkill yeah. for me. And so the fact that I can now be like, hey, I'm stuck. Uh, what the hell do I do next? And then the video will show me and be like, oh, sweet. So I got to say that I'm the opposite. So I guess here's a self-imposed restriction that I didn't bring up. <laughs> I cannot stand to waste game time hours. So if I'm not playing the game, if I can't pull myself out to where the clock doesn't move, I'll get really upset and anxious. Like it really physically bothers me. So when uh, <laughs> like 13 Sentinels, when I would go AFK, I'd put the be right back screen on, I'd hit the home page button because that stops the clock. It doesn't move it forward. That way I get an accurate time of how long it takes to beat it. That was like a 41 hour game for the plat. Um, so I, that's a huge thing to me. So if you can't hit the home button and stop the clock, oh, I've got to find out a well, way. Well, I think that's. I think it's probably. Well, maybe it depends. Uh, I would think on some game it probably does stop the clock, because obviously you don't want to be mid-fight and press the home button and then it's like, oh crap, I, I'm in this menu and I'm still getting my ass kicked or something, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be that way. If it is, I think then that then that's definitely a flaw in the design. Yeah, yeah, I can that's, see that because you're going to be yeah. fiddling with the menu. You can't do anything. So that right, I imagine it's yeah. probably going to either open up a pause screen that the game has, or um, yeah, just flat out freeze freeze the frame or whatever. I don't think I mean, it's going to keep, keep you'll be still be in the game. We could review the video and see if it did on Sackboy, but yeah, I can't remember if it did or not. I can't yeah. either. But um, I, I do like that they can you can pull up your friends' streams or whatever their screen. That's really cool. So yeah. I could watch Lane playing Uncharted while I do my stream. Well, yeah. not that he'd be streaming when I was. But The other thing I thought was cool is it kind of brings back split screen a little bit. Like if you're playing your buddy, right, and he's not there with you, but you can screen peek and yeah. see that he's yeah. signed around the, you know I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we we built like a, a cardboard divider for our screen because <laughs> modern warfare 2 man <laughs> yeah that that was the death of friendships right there <laughs> yeah. those days yeah i go for back even farther <laughs> i gotta say the proximity mine wars in uh, goldeneye and the bunker when you uh, just have multiple people, but the screen was so small, you couldn't really yeah. tell what anybody else was doing. So the, the best thing to do would just be to fill everything with mine to face the wall and you couldn't see where you were. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I do that a lot. Like, I'll put, like, somebody's stream on one monitor and I'll play a game on, on another monitor. And the fact that I can do that on my, my console now, that's pretty cool. I yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I like to watch everybody play their games and everything while I, I'll listen to it while I play or something. And now I can actually kind of do both. Right. Maybe not on stream, but <laughs> yeah. 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 That's going to so be I, something I, that I probably can't do since I use an Elgato. So that function yeah. would probably not be that useful for me, but I think it's good for 
most of the population of which I don't yeah. fit into at all. <laughs> I think another thing I liked about it is the home screen still looks very PS4 to me, other than the fact that the, uh, the apps are a lot smaller, not so yeah. in your face, I guess. But the whole transition where it's like your, you know, the stores on the far left, um, your most recently played game is like two apps over. All that seems very familiar, and I'm glad they didn't really dramatically change that because I think it's going to be a lot more of an easier transition from people who have the PS4. So I really like that. And I, another thing I really like is how the store is not its own app. It's part of the console now. So you just, you know, scroll in. You don't have to sit there and wait for this the ps store open, open yeah. it's just there which know? is a pain yeah that's one of, yeah. i mean in terms of the design i i of course i like the ps4 one and i uh, and i also like the, the what i saw from the ps5 but what i'm looking forward the most is just the responsive time you know, the responsive yes. time you know because yes. um like right now in the ps4 you if you want to buy something from the from the store it takes you know a while um to mm -hmm. load and to search the games and stuff yeah um that's not gonna happen in in, in the ps5 i think so yeah. um so so yeah that, that, go ahead i was just gonna say i'm definitely a sony pony but one thing that <laughs> xbox has definitely done better than sony i think is the user ui and the user experience it's sure. been way better i don't know i think the xbox one freaking menu system is so bad like when I play a game on Xbox One X, I'm like, how do I find anything? This is so unintuitive. That's kind of true. I, I see like while you're in game, the Xbox menu is a little better. But as far as like yes. the home screen and all the settings and everything for PlayStation, I'd say that is definitely easier to find. I've never had a problem finding anything on the PlayStation. Yeah. I get, yeah, that's a good point. I would say that the out of game experience is maybe not as good if you're not as familiar with it, but the fact that I can be in a game and I can be, you know, somebody gives me, sends me a party invite. I don't even have to freaking leave the game. Yeah. I just hold the button and I'm in the party where in PlayStation, you got to go out of the game into the party menu, click join. And it's just not very uh, it's not a very good user experience. Yeah, well, you yeah. see, that assumes you have friends, and I just have a few. And their names are like <laughs> Rad and Nick and Lane yeah. and Ray, and yeah. that—that's about it. Yeah. So overall, I think it's going to be—I think it's going to be a step up from the PS4. Yeah, definitely. And just that, like, like, uh, I for, forget who said maybe Rad, but the response time. Yeah, that's the response main time. thing. So one thing I wasn't, I didn't really understand, and I don't know if they've confirmed it. Maybe you guys know, but you know, Xbox has confirmed that you will be able to go from game to game, and not it won't close the prior game session. It'll just be like it'll just you know dump to RAM, and then you just reload back where you were in that in previous. Like I don't know if PS Five is doing that, or it's just they're just advertising that you can go from one game. To another really quickly just because of the speed of the ssd do you guys know if it actually will like like let's say i'm playing uncharted and i just really quickly want to go play a round of fall guys with you and, and then when i come back to uncharted it's right where i left off you guys don't think they haven't announced if that's a functionality that the system has yet okay um, even if it's not i think it's going to be uh, uh 
not that big of a deal being that the you know it'll load back up fairly quickly yeah within seconds i know my playstation it sometimes takes like minutes to load everything (laughs) when you got a game running it's just not very uh not very quick yeah i can't tell you you guys, the times I have died, like playing Overwatch <laughs> or Apex with friends, and they send me like a party invite or something, and I go, I enter the party, and when I go back to the game, I'm I'm dead or something because yes. you, know, you gotta wait a lot. <laughs> so that, that happens. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Or or the game of Call of Duty. Sorry, started the next round by the time yeah, you yeah, send exactly. out an invite. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it, I mean it takes a, it takes a while to to invite someone. Then you realize that you receive an invitation. Go exactly. look for the notification. Hit the bottom and start. No, that's too much. Hopefully yeah. they change that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it not very like friendly. If I understood it correctly, it sounds like you will get some sort of notification. You can choose to open that notification or ignore it. It's not like it's a big pop out's going to be in your face saying so and so invited you to a party. No, shut up! I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's, it, it's actually like okay, no. I can look at, okay, I got a notification. Let's see what it is. So-and-so invited you to a party, accept or decline, which I think is cool. Yeah. Seems a lot more intuitive and accessible in-game. So, yeah. So I think that we should move into the Q&A part after we talk about what we're playing this week so for those of you that are in chat still please think of questions ask us some stuff um other than that uh let's talk about what we've been playing this week so nabil what have you been playing yeah so i haven't had a lot of time to play because college kind of takes over my life (laughs) no Uh, yeah (laughs) but i've been playing you know i have like my half an hour hour breaks I've been yeah. playing Overwatch again with some of my friends after a lot of time. Like I used to play Overwatch a lot, like maybe one year, two years ago. Mm. I really enjoyed it. So I've been playing a little bit of that. They have like their Halloween event going on right now. It's, it's <laughs> one of the, probably the best events in that game. And I also started uh, Trails of Vesperia, but I've only played like one hour of it. So I'm hoping I'm to finish. Yeah, I'm hoping <laughs> to finish the like my exams and everything. So probably this week I can dedicate all my time to Tales. Nice. So yep, that's Overwatch is fun. I, I think I saw that it's a free on the Switch right now. Yeah, I think while. yeah, hmm. Senor Snipey. I think he made a video in, on his channel um, yeah. talking about it. Yeah, let's see how it plays on the Switch. I, I, I used to play a lot of Overwatch. I don't anymore though. I know people that don't play like games at all that play Overwatch. So yeah, yeah. it's a fun little toxic time, but it's more yeah. fun than toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't play Almost, competitive. Yeah, Almost exactly. Like value your competitive. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like a first-person league. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, let's go in a circle. So, Wayne, what about you? Oh man, I played, I did a lot of gaming this week. So the day after our last podcast, I decided I was going to play Nier um, for the PS3. And I beat, I didn't realize how far in the game was. I got pretty far in it and then I dropped it and started (laughs) something else. So I got back into it and then I didn't realize how close to the end I was. So I beat the game in like 
three hours or something. And I found out you there's multiple endings to the game. And to get the, the, the B ending, all you, you basically start about a little over halfway into the game, I'd say. And you just kind of replay it and they give you a little extra context in some of the cutscenes. And so, yeah, like in, I just, I just sat down on sun in Sunday and like six hours later, I had the whole game, two endings beat. I just couldn't put the <laughs> controller down, you know, it's such a good game, highly underrated. I think. Um, did you, did you have trouble jumping into the game? So late into the game, you mean like, like towards the end game? Or... Um, no, not really. I kind of, I went back and, you know, it had only been like maybe two months ago. Okay. So okay. it was still fairly fresh in my mind. I went back and kind of did a story synopsis to just kind of refresh my memory a little bit, but, uh, it was fairly easy to get back into. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a great game. Um, it's, it's definitely a little hard to go back to after playing near automata. Um, just because near automata is just so buttery smooth in the combat but it's i think it's still okay um i would say that gameplay is definitely the weakest aspect of the game but the story is really good um it's it's a really really good ending and especially if you do the second ending with that extra context of what's going on it's just kind of like kind of like the first or uh, near automata was if you played that game so do you highly see, recommend it did you see yourself playing near replicant or that will be overkill maybe um i i think i i need to see i probably need to wait for reviews because from what i saw in the trailer it looked a little better but not yeah like, not, not, i mean near near better, I guess. already yeah yeah so i guess i probably would wait and see how it pans out um and or maybe wait for a sale i don't know we'll see what kind of we'll, we'll see what I'm playing at the time and if I'm dropping something or something else is coming out around the same time, but I guess I don't know yet to answer your question. <laughs> um, so yeah, played near beat it. Um, and then, uh, also I got, uh, well, this is a while ago. I bought the borderlands legendary collection for the switch. So I played through borderlands one. Actually, I beat that last night. It's pretty short. It's only took me like 15 hours to beat. Yeah. Um, It was a little tough in a few spots, but the final boss was so stupid easy. Like, it was kind of like, really? It was annoying more than anything, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so easy because you guys, if you play Borderlands, you know that if you kill an enemy while you're down, you revive. And so it's like, literally, you just shoot the bullet sponge boss, and then when he kills you, you just shoot one of the birds in the air who dies in, like, one bullet, and you just rinse your pee. It's super easy <laughs> so i was just kind of like hmm that was really easy compared to borderlands 2 final boss but uh okay whatever <laughs> you know i don't think i ever shot those birds <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever even noticed them <laughs> yeah i was like a cup i was actually a little under leveled for the fight so i was definitely dying a lot lane but... broke the system <laughs> <laughs> yeah i exploited it there was actually a lot of fights in that game that were pretty exploitable i found um like you, you could just be far enough away that they wouldn't shoot back at you but if you had a sniper rifle you just sit there and pew 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 yeah pew, until they're dead yeah <laughs> it's a little hindered by the previous generation but <laughs> yeah definitely not i i it's, it was cool to see how it all began how they found the first vault and everything though so yeah. i was glad that i played it so i guess to transition to the next game i just started playing the pre-sequel this morning 
Um, that's the only one I have left to play. And uh, it's interesting so far. Um, the fact that you're on the moon and you like, there's like no gravity and you have to constantly refill your oxygen and stuff is, I'm not sure how I feel about that yet, but it's still early. Um, I do, I am very interested in it for the backstory of Handsome Jack though. I think he's a really, really good villain from Borderlands too. So um, definitely interested to see how he turned into such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's actually canon or not. Really? They don't call it, consider it canon? Most of the pre-sequel is canon to the series. Looks like this ending hasn't been has been retconned. I don't know. Uh, I'm okay. Maybe it is. Okay. Something like that. I think like parts of it they kept, and then some they didn't. So. Yeah. Or it's fun to play on the Switch. I, that's the first uh, shooter though that I played in a, on a handheld. I can't, I'm so bad at it in handheld. <laughs> I like have to like, if I'm taking a break from work, I'll just like have it on my desk and just playing it on the controller. Cause, and it's funny cause like I have to turn the sensitivity way down when I'm on the handheld for some reason, just because it's just like a little too touchy. But if yeah. I'm on the controller, like the pro controller, I got to crank it way up. Right. So it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a fun experience to be able to experience that game handheld though, I think. But, uh, yeah, crazy. I uh, I can't get enough of Borderlands. Like I, you guys know, I started with three a few weeks ago, and it's just like bam, bam, bam. I can't get enough. I love it. I love the I love the humor. I love the gameplay and uh, um, the setting. The setting is awesome. I think I have so. to check it out at some point. Yeah, looks- yeah, I highly recommend it. I love that series. Honestly, it's one of my favorite shooters. So yeah, it's definitely. I think it is becoming. It's hard to top Halo, but it's definitely up there for me. It's one of, probably one of my new favorite shooters by far. So anyway, so yeah, beat near Borderlands and uh, work on pre-sequel. And on top <laughs> of all that, I started Uncharted at your guys' advice. Mm-hmm. I played through the first one in three nights of streaming. Very short. Let's go. That final boss, though, was really, really pissing me off. <laughs> And uh, I hope there were no innocent children ears present for that stream, but <laughs> God. but I'm glad I'm glad I beat it though. It's it was a it was a great game, and uh, yeah. So wait. go ahead. Wait, wait till you get to the boss of Funchard too. Oh, <laughs> great! <laughs> just so. just, uh, just don't stop running. That's all I can say. Don't say, stop say, running. Say, so save the fun. Yeah, so that is what I'm playing now. Since it only took me three days to beat Uncharted, now I'm playing Uncharted 2 on stream. Uh, I let's see, the last I played it was Thursday night. I'll probably maybe maybe do another stream tomorrow night. It's been a couple of days just because other things going on. But yep, we'll keep going through Uncharted. And uh, I bought Uncharted 4. I'm fully prepared to just go through all of them. What? So. You got to get Lost Legacy. <laughs> Lost Legacy is that's, that's the one good? I have played, yeah. Is it yeah. good? Have you played it? Oh yeah, it's got it Chloe. Say, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chloe. Enough said. <laughs> who, 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 that's all you need to know. Chloe <laughs> is also the voice of Morgan in Dragon Age Origins. So. Now that you mention it, I I can see the resemblance. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, 
loving me some Uncharted and Borderlands, kind of taking a break from the uh, JRPGs that I'm normally in playing until Cold Steel 4 comes out in 10 days, but I'm not going to get it because the collection. Yeah, it's going to take yeah. forever to get here. I'm so upset yeah. about that. <sighs> yeah, I've got it, it coming too. <laughs> it you, looks oh, you so got it good. Too? Yeah, like I've got one and two in the big box edition, and I didn't get one for three, so I'll have to find something for that. But I, it, they all look so good. I had to. <laughs> I, I think what sold it for me was the poster. I'm like, I want that poster. It really looks bad. so good. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's all I got. Well, I got uh, got some pretty good. I mean, a lot of short games, I guess. That I was able to get through. <laughs> that's like six or seven games there. Let's yeah, go. That's yeah. Well, I yeah, I beat three out of the yeah three out of the five. I beat that I've mentioned. I beat. Yeah. Wow. Cool, man. Yeah, to just have that free time. <laughs> See, single man. I mean, forty-hour week job. I mean, that's what I do in the evening. I play video games. All right, All right so... Nick. What you got, buddy? Uh, I've been playing the one, the only. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep here on stream. I haven't really had time for much else, hopefully. I've played I played a little bit of Devil Survivor and I'm playing through on the normal difficulty. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> I must have grinded forever for, for some of these fights. And uh it's very well balanced. It will not let you get overpowered pretty much. So you really have to strategize, and I kind of love that about the game. And Birth by Sleep, I'm just really enjoying the story and the characters, their development, and different interactions with the Disney characters. Each one has like a different take with the characters that you don't see in the other routes. So it definitely offers more to it in each and every route so it's rare that you find a game that tries to split up a game like that that actually falls through on adding new content and stuff in each playthrough so i'm happy to play through all of them and maybe see that secret episode let's go <laughs> looking forward to that i i try to catch Nick's stream from time to time so really excited about it he's streaming a very bad time for me nick yeah i know i can't help it yeah sex is life yeah what do you got rad what's on your list this week so i i joined forces with miss Callie and darth ray and senior snipey mm -hmm. yesterday and we played three hours of ghost of tsushima legends that was so much fun actually it was fun watching yep yeah yeah that's <laughs> i think i think I, I will argue that um um just the fact that everybody wants was like four people at the same time playing is 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 more fun than the actual gameplay which is already good um but having waves coming your way strategizing like where to go where to what to defend and Mines. what items to buy mine 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 we can forget mine mine you sound like the seagulls from Finding Nemo. Oh man, we were such dorks yesterday. Um, but but yeah, but I had a great time with that. I'll, I'll let Callie talk about it later as well. Um, other than that, I played. I actually beat Bloodborne um, on stream. I beat mm. um, um, the the base game and the DLC and. Um, yeah, it is as, as hard as I remembered. 
Um, <laughs> uh, there were there were some bosses I would say like like five bosses that um, took me multiple tries and 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 I almost like you know end some sessions without beating them. But um, fortunately, I, I was able to. There was this viewer that gave me a great tip on Meg. I think Meg was her name. Yeah, right? Meg. Yeah, yeah Meg. Shout, me a, shout a out great to Meg. Tip. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. On, <laughs> on the hardest boss on on the Orphan of Cost, which has a huge HP bar. Um, um, I mean, it is so aggressive, but if you stay on his right side, like, and you you have a better chance to to beat him. And after after that person gave me that advice, it took me like three three more tries or something like that, and I beat him. Um, but yeah, no, fantastic. I mean, uh, um, I even played a bit more um, on my own on the Chalice Dungeons because I, I haven't finished them. Um, so so yeah. Um, uh, but I think I think I'll put it down for a while because I don't want to get burnt out for for Demon Souls. <laughs> yeah. It's too much too much Souls in 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 the last couple of weeks. And what else? I also um, there was something else I I played. Uh, oh, oh yeah. So, so I, I've been playing a game that I didn't think I was gonna enjoy the the way I am right now, and that game is is Final Fantasy Thirteen. Boom. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, it is it is very linear game, of course. Um, other than that, though, like I'm enjoying the the battle system. It's it's nice. It's it's not bad. Um, the characters are. Are, are cool you know like like um something i'm doing is that every time i get a dialogue entry i read it right away because yeah. that way i feel like i keep repeating what's happening to myself and and the story is making sense because one of the one of the critics i i hear is that the story is a mess sometimes um but but yeah so so i got like yeah. really really obsessed with, with with reading the dialogue and so far it is working so so I, I'm like ten hours into the game, probably more. I'm like in chapter five, I think. Um, so, so, so yeah, I'm I'm actually enjoying the game. Yeah. And and what what do you guys think about that game? I'm I'm curious. Like I, I think thirteen's know... good. Uh, thirteen two is superior in like every aspect. They took the best parts of thirteen, and they improved them. Like thirteen two is probably the last good Final Fantasy. 13.2 is the last good one they made, I think, besides 14. Like, I think after 9, 13.2 was my favorite. Yeah, I like, I, I like 13. I talked about a lot of, a lot last week. It's for my number five PS3 game. I agree with you, Brad, though. I, I think, uh, and this is definitely a flaw in the game's storytelling, but the data logs are an absolute must if you want to understand what the hell is going on in that game no i will be i will be lost if i didn't yeah. do that but but since you know um they're pretty obvious when you get a new data log entry i and i, yeah. I just go right away and spend like i don't know like 30 seconds reading whatever that is and yeah, then i keep going helpful. then i keep going yeah and and i also play i also played a little bit of paper mario as well i uh, making progress trying to finish the game um um yeah that's that's what i've been playing so on 13 uh are you at a point where you have three people in your party for battles there um let's see i've, I've been able to fight with multiple people already at uh, at many points but yeah. right now i have 
um, the party split, you know. Um, okay, yeah. So as soon as the party kind of gets back together and you're not in that kind of branching, you know, going back and forth, then the battle system gets really fun. I think you're going to really enjoy it once you get to that point. The, the paradigms are really, really interesting. Like, like, like um, changing the way the party members behave without actually controlling them. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's actually uh, interesting. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm not going to judge... I'm not going to judge the, the battle system completely yet because I haven't seen the full potential of it yet, but, yeah. um, but so far I think it is, it is this, it is not trash. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. The game, it is not trash for me. I think you're going to, I, I know when I, when I finally had three people in my party and, you know, three different paradigms to manage mm-hmm. the game felt a little overwhelming at first. Cause it's like, Oh my God, this is so much to take in. But once I understood it, it was like I couldn't get enough of the battle system, honestly. So, hope you enjoy it. Yeah. So we actually have a couple questions in the chat, so we'll get to those after I talk about what I played this week. There's a good question from Breakwe, so be thinking about that. Um, so I've been playing three games this week. Of course, we play the amazing mm. Ghost of Shima Legends, which the combat in of itself on the multiplayer, it, it's not complicated, but I will admit the most fun I had yesterday was when we were at the, the 15th part, like the final part of that, uh, that one map. We were on the boss and everybody died from the poison cloud, and I ran away and threw bombs everywhere, and everyone was dead, and I got enough resolve, and I rezzed the whole party and healed us all, and we still died. MVP. Yeah, so I actually made a clip of that and put it on Twitch earlier. Uh, on Twitter, too. So, uh, guys, the game's really fun. Um, I, I hope we can play often. I hope we can play that more, and I'd like mm-hmm. to have like at least one day a week to where we play something together. Um, so I played that. Um, I also played Team uh, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, which is probably one of my favorite racing games of all time. I played it on the Wii U originally. They had a really good sale on the PC. I was like, okay, I'll get it. The PC port crashes a lot. It crashed like five times during stream, and my computer's really good, so it's not my computer. Um, it's The game's glitchy, but it's pretty. I was excited because I got Vice unlocked. Now I have to get his handling mod, and then it's going to be great because then I have the best character back again. Um, it's a really good racing game, so highly, highly recommend you give that a shot. It plays better on consoles. I played the hell out of it on Wii U, um, so just give that game a shot. But the game, the game that I've the longest live stream I've ever had, eight and a half hours today. I, I got the platinum on 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Oh, you got it today. I got it today. Nice. Ah, uh, that that game is the the best. It is the best the game best. on PlayStation 4. Better <laughs> than uh, Persona 5. It is my favorite game on PlayStation 4. It might wow. be my favorite game of like the last. It's probably my favorite game I've played since. Uh, yeah, Ain, shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's probably... I don't think I've enjoyed a game as much since I played Cold, Cold Steel 2. It's that good to me. Wow. And I played that on PlayStation 3, so the story keeps having twists and turns even after the credits roll. There's still just story, twists and turns, even after they've explained literally 
everything. They're like, here's the facts. Here's what's going on. Here's reality. You're mm. like, holy shit. How do these writers, like, how? It's like someone took all of every twist and every book I've ever seen, ever, melded them in a pot, and then just shoved it together and said, here's your game. Enjoy. It is... <laughs> If there is any game I've ever played where I wish I could forget everything and play it again, it's that game. Wow. Now, the best part is wow. I I can play it for basically forever because post-game there are 9,999 combat levels beyond <laughs> what is available in uh, the normal game. So if I ever feel like going back and playing it more, you can max out every stat to 999 levels per character like like you can play the game to absolute death if you want there's like new enemies they get new abilities and stuff in the post game i was reading about it today and like i i I will probably end up playing that on ps5 if my save transfers over i hope it does if you try if if you try to use the bot that lane created for the chat like you put 13 sentinels and you go to the section that says completionist it doesn't say a number. It actually has an infinity. Yeah, infinity. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> hmm. Really? That's totally that, 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 that was a problem. <laughs> okay, so I mean, it's... Did that for the, you, Cal. The game is so good, guys. Uh, I, the first three hours, I didn't like it, actually. I never played a visual novel. I was like, oh, this tutorial is going on so long. Just let me play the damn game. But then when you start learning what's going on in the story and you start feeling the characters and you get engrossed in their lives and their story, just everything about their characters and their romances and their like hidden agendas and stuff. It's so good. Like I, I can't like hope is also playing it. And I, I've been talking to him a lot because he's way behind. I'm like, go finish this mission. And then when he beats it, he messages me like, what is what is this? This is crazy. <laughs> and like even today, even like after the final boss was done, I, was, I actually stopped the strap, paused it. And I was like, okay, guys, listen, whoever's watching this, there's going to be insanely, insanely big spoilers here. Because PlayStation said, you can't record this. But Elgato said, I don't care. We're doing it anyway. Um <laughs> Just I, I told the stream, like, if you guys don't want to get spoiled, it's in Japanese, so just don't read it. I'm not going to talk, so I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you might want to leave. I told my viewers to leave the stream. <laughs> yep. I told people to leave. You're too kind. Like, Nabil, yeah. you were there. You were there. Yeah, I was, the I was there. I was there. So, uh, <laughs> the 41 hours for Platinum. I uh, thought it would be a cold day in hell before Callie would tell people to leave to leave her stream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I did no I I told them because I knew with how this story of this game was if they decided to not record some of it I knew it was going to be big and who boy <laughs> holy shit was it big like I didn't wow. see it coming uh, and I thought I had the whole story figured out I thought I had everything absolutely figured out to a T. Wow, I, I was wrong, guys. Uh, hmm. if, if you have ever liked good story, ever, if you have ever liked a story that's good and you want combat that's unlike anything else, like I, I still can't find a game that's like that game, which is great because I have 10,000 levels now. I don't have to worry about it. So if I ever get that itch, I can go play it 
for the rest of my life, pretty yeah, much. For the rest of your life, yeah. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh, there's a fourth area. I looked up how many missions and someone said 9999. I'm like, oh. I got the warm fuzzies. I was like, I don't ever have to find another game. I found it. It's here. Just sell your whole collection. You only have one game that'll keep you busy. Yeah, no, yeah, we're not doing that. Yep. No, no. Uh, so, guys, uh, you have to play this game. Actually, the developer said that this is a uh, like a spiritual sequel. I'm doing air quotes uh, for not Odin Sphere, Grim Grimoire. Is basically what the developers said that they, it's also a vanillaware game, is that they had the combat, they wanted it to be like an RTS, so the combat for this game is a spiritual successor to Grim Grimoire. I read a whole bunch of stuff, like after the fact of different story parts, like I caught all the story parts, but even stuff from the developers, I was like, I didn't know this, I didn't know there's just so much information. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to play this game, you have to play it, uh, you have to. If you like games and I, stories, yeah, I want to. You I have want to. to I mean, I'm, I'm a Vanilla Wear fan, so I'll definitely play at some point. Hopefully, it, it, sooner it's than in later. the stack. You, you have it already. Nick, if you stream it, I, I will try to prioritize to watch it again just so I can enjoy the stream. Well, I, I'll wow. stream it eventually. I'll pro. I think I'm gonna revisit. Well, visit a classic for the first time next. I'm gonna do Final Fantasy Nine. Oh, yeah. great! Wow. Yeah, because wow. yeah. I know Let's it's go. a lot of people's favorite of the franchise, and I'm like, it's been too long. It's been sitting on my PlayStation. I'm gonna stream it. Go so, for it! Go for it! So yeah. once I beat all three routes and potentially the secret episode of Birth by Sleep, that's where I'm going to next. I've cool. already decided. Nice. Good. 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 Awesome. So there was a question in the chat. What are you guys most excited about this next generation of consoles? I said Final Fantasy 16. Uh, what about you guys? Um, well, I mean, soon, soon uh, it will be Demon Souls for me, the remake. Yeah. But, yeah. but there, there's probably stuff that I'm even more excited about. Like, um, yeah, you just said Final Fantasy 16 and God of War 2 and. Um, Horizon, like that. Cyberpunk, yeah. even Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, I mean, I'm not as hyped as many people, but I, I definitely want to see the game and play it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think Horizon Two for me. Horizon, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah, that'll for that. be good. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Be awesome. it's probably my most hyped uh, announcement that they've made. Yep. Yeah. So, are we talking about? games in particular because I, I guess my answer was um 4k gaming like 4k 60 yeah. hopefully <laughs> for most games <laughs> anyway getting like, that TV. Like, i'm getting a free i'm getting i'm buying a new tv for this because of this so it, it yeah. better be you know, 4k is not the big difference for me it's the hdr yeah i think yeah. i think a lot of people will agree with that but it really makes yeah. everything pop so yeah, the loading times I think also is gonna be you know oh, very yeah. interesting. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. It's gonna be great. I just love to see like there's like no pop in pretty much in the games from what we've seen. So that... I mean, yeah, if you could load seven gigabytes a second, there'll be no pop in either. It's, it's stupid exactly. fast. Yep, yep. It, it just it's one less thing detracting you from like immersing yourself in the world, and that's like. 
Uh, for me, like games are like the biggest form of escapism that I have and experienced and just yeah. one more little thing to help you immerse into that game. It's just, it's great. Love it. I was so impressed Agreed. by, by how can they, you know, um, load those dimensions in Ratchet and Clank. Oh um, yeah. That game looks so uh, good. And, and, yeah. and, this, I, and I saw the same thing, um, recently when we've, with, uh, with a gameplay of, of Spider-Man, my Morales, where they actually, um, um, do like a sequence from um from a building to yeah. to the outside like instantly uh, it will like in the in the base game it will it will load like for for 20 seconds and um yeah in, the, in, in this one it will be like instantly so that's yeah. that's crazy <laughs> so Juan had a question uh he said if our team could make a game together what would we make so i'm not that creative so I don't know if I want to answer that. So, so I guess I guess we could we could um, assign a part of the game to to a person yep. in the in the in the group. Like someone does the gameplay, someone does the story, someone does the characters, wow. and someone does the style of the game in terms of you know action or mm. a, ry a rhythm based action RPG. <laughs> With Heavy. first person elements. So element. Let's go. <laughs> and take my, money, take my money already. Take my God of War's camera over the yeah. shoulder. So, so, oh, so my 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 how do you say that? My contribution will be I want the game to have several roots. Mm. That's okay. that's my contribution. Now you guys select. Um, so can, I gotta say combatants. that's just one thing that bothers me. I don't like games that have multiple endings. Ooh. <laughs> I think we have the That'll story be an already. Interesting topic. I think. Yeah. Someday. I think we we already have the story. Yeah. It has to be team lane but, but versus it, it team could, county. Have, team lane. Yeah. You could have multiple. You could have multiple um multiple routes and just one ending, <laughs> like like Birth by Sleep, for example. True. Or you yeah. could have like an ending for every character, like Devil Survivor. It's a double-edged sword for me. I like the freedom, but one game that comes to mind, Witcher Three, I got the worst ending in that game, mm. and oh, it literally broke because me. You, are you a love boy, like hating on everyone? <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he does have a. He has I a gunblade now, so, you know, <laughs> the gunblade. <laughs> Lane's a player. <laughs> oh, some days I like redhead, I, and some I, days I like... <laughs> I, I, will, I, will love, I will love to see the decisions that you made, considering that not even Siri wants to, to be with you. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. Uh, okay. Lane's got a different waifu for every day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we need to get hope in the discussion here, because truly, the king of the waifus, he's out this me weekend. You, you guys were loyal? I, I was loyal to, didn't to, do to that? Jennifer. Yeah, I was loyal 100. to Jennifer. 100%. <laughs> well, I didn't like the game, so but I know in Persona Five, I stuck with one character, and that's you know. Yeah. But yeah, that really like I was freaking I was pissed for a while. Like I were I spent so much time in this game. <laughs> yeah, maybe I was not a very good boyfriend, 
But <laughs> even even like I didn't really feel like that would have really impacted like the ending ending of the game, but it did. And I was just kind of like, what did I do wrong? I felt you, like you I could, was you could you could you know hit on other people, but there's two characters. You know who I'm talking about that you have to pick right. one of them. Right, but it wasn't even that. I mean, like the. I mean, and maybe it is influenced, but like I'm talking about, like not the ending from the romance side, but like the ending of the game. Like I got the worst one. Oh, I was like, wait a sec. Um, did you play the expansions or just the base game? Just the base game. Okay. So I see. One actually, when I looked back, I did see where I made some errors in dialogue choices. Um, I won't spoil the game, but I'll just say that I made some bad decisions dialogue wise, and that's what gave me the bad ending. But I was kind of it, kind of. Bob, it bothered me because it was like I invested so much time in this and I feel a little let down because I didn't get the experience I wanted. So I, I guess that's why to me it's kind of a double-edged sword because like one of my favorite things about like Mass Effect is the fact that you pretty much your decisions matter all the way up to the end but I guess I've been fortunate enough to have made, made good decisions in that game and it gave me a good ending but in The Witcher that wasn't really the case so <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Persona I mean Persona like Persona 4 Golden, like, it is very, there's one dialogue option that is the difference between getting the true ending, or the good ending, and the bad ending, or a, le a less good ending, let's just say, um, <laughs> and that kind of bothered me a little bit, but yeah, at that's... the same time, it was, it's like, okay, I, I made a mistake, I had a save file there, because the game is, like, in your face, like, you are about to make a very big decision, are you sure you want to, do you want to save first? And I'm like, well, yeah. So, you know, I made the mistake and then I figured, oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I know what to do now. So I'm glad that at least in Persona land, it was like really in your face. Like you were about to make a very impactful decision and you may not like it. So you probably should save right now. So you can, your stupid ass can go back and make the correct decision. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that Fire Emblem Three Houses is like that as well. Like they, like they, they make yes. it yeah. very yeah. obvious. Like, dude, yeah. are you sure you're going to do that? Or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's what maybe would make, makes uh, a branching story, multiple ending game a little bit better is when they warn you or at least give you some option to, you know, save, you know, let you know that you're about to make a really unless Yeah. Un unless the thing is that unless you, unless it is pretty obvious that you, you'll, you'll be replaying the game many times, like in something right. like near automata or something like that. Yeah. You know? Like persona. Ain't nobody got time to replay. Right, that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe on like times five speed or something, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I think in New Game Plus, I think you actually carry over all of your. Well, I think you can pick and choose what you want to carry over. You can carry over your items, your levels. Well, yeah, social levels, links. social links, uh, character stats, all that. So yeah. it goes by a lot quicker. Oh than yeah, your New Game Plus. So. Okay. Kind of like Devil Survivor. I don't think your character levels remain the same, but you can bring over past yeah. uh, demons and yeah. makes makes subsequent playthroughs a breeze. Yeah. In near, they actually do that. Once when you beat the game and you go for another ending, you carry over your levels and stats, so it's way quicker the next time. It's the coast kind. It's of nice. a brilliant idea for that. Yeah, because nobody wants to play through the game all over again just to get a different ending right you want it's, to be able to be like reload a save or 
new game plus carry over your stats and then you just wipe the floor with everything you know right so. yeah it's, that's the thing i mean as as good as persona 5 is i mean i put 120 hours to the base game that's that's why i haven't played royale yet but uh, <laughs> it's just crazy i mean yeah in yeah. five years you'll get the itch <laughs> and then you can play it <laughs> yeah there's more questions in the chat i think yeah, we kind of got a little off topic there. What kind of protagonist do you prefer, an older male or a teen guy? Older well, I will... older male, older, older, yeah, older. I think that's... that is yeah, such older. an overused yeah. stereotype in JRPGs. So games mm -hmm. like Near, uh, Vagrant Story, Legend of Dragoon, where the character is quite a bit older, I really like that. So I got to say, Ram actually asked me a question earlier that was really. This was kind of tough for me. She said, which of the 13 main characters was my favorite? And 13 Sentinels, I was like, oh, oh, that's uh, that's tough. <laughs> I answered it, but that was tough. Which one is it? Uh, Takatoshi Hijiyama is my favorite male character. My favorite uh, female character would probably be, um, oh, what the hell is her name? Uh, it's it's the black-haired girl that's obsessed with Jiro. Uh, how, how many how many males and females do you have in the game? Like it's like half and half. Okay, like seven and six or something. Yeah, Juan likes Yuki. Yuki is his favorite. Um, <laughs> God, what is that character's name? Juan, you watched all the streams. What's I can't. God, I can't <laughs> think. It's it's. Uh, yeah, uh, Yakushiji. No, Megumi Yakushiji. Yeah, she's probably my favorite female character. Their their stories are all so good, but those are my two favorites. And they're the older, they're kind of older characters. Yeah, Juan liked the bad girls. He liked Yuki because <laughs> like she just kick everybody's ass. <laughs> she was tougher than like like the like the tough guy was kind of scared of her, so. <laughs> Well, anybody else have questions, or are we going to wrap it up for today? Well, I got, like, one little new snippet. Um, level 5 pretty much laid off the majority of their localization team, so they may not be bringing more games to the States anymore. Wow. They are the creators of Nino Kuni for yeah. reference. Rogue, Rogue Galaxy and all yes. that. Yeah. Dark and, uh, Cloud. Dark Cloud, yeah. Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, yeah. They're like wow. classics, classic RPGs, and they seem to be downsizing They're struggling. their localization team mm -hmm. for the States. Not, not anything in Japan. Mm -hmm. It's just I don't know. I love Nino Cooney and the voice acting they added to it. They did a great job with like the uh, English localization, in my opinion. I hate to see something like that happen, but it's it's what seems to be in the works. So, oh, uh, just a little info on our Discord bot. So, Hope is currently working on a plugin for it that will uh, pin the Metacritic API. Um, so now we know when we can throw away those sub 90. Yeah. Those trash games. The trash yeah. games. Trash games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Let's go. 
Yeah, I'm he's not. working on that right now. I'm I mean, he's getting pretty close to having it done. I'm in mean, Night or go home. <laughs> I know she uh, said they they'll probably outsource it instead of doing it in house. Yeah, yeah, I, bet they will. I think. Yeah. Just give it I mean, I would think that Nino Cooney would bring in enough. I think Nino Cooney's become a pretty big. Yeah. Enough series so. that it would still probably do be worth having I, some sort of Western release, even if it isn't in house. Yeah, I know that the first one didn't do quite as well as they had hoped, I think, mm-hmm. because the combat and stuff reception yeah. wasn't quite as good. But it probably was a little more unknown or uh, what's the word? People people didn't know about it because it was yeah. in the PS3 and, and then they released Nino Kuni 2 on the PS4 and people were like, wait. There was there a, a first part of the yeah. 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 and then they try to do that but i mean you're trying to bring a game from 2010 which yeah. is in my opinion a great game but still it is a port you know yeah it must remaster depending on the version but yeah it must not have been as marketed as well as the Kuni 2 was so there's right. a couple more questions in the chat uh one of which if you plugged an older male in a teen boy protagonist game like devil survivor do you think the game will be the same no of course not no, no, because you spend the majority of your time with like younger individuals. Yuzu is kind of a ditz at times, and yeah, <laughs> a older male probably would not have the same reaction as a young protagonist. Just, just saying. I, 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 I think some some of those games like. I guess you could talk in general about the JRPG genre, but um, precisely sometimes, like things like, you know, Shin Megami Tensei and Persona and stuff, or even Tales, they they use like um, the emotions from the teenagers, like to, you know, to, to make it part of the story, you know, the yeah. way that a, a normal teenager will react to this is not the same as as an older man will, will react to that. So, so that, they, they try to make you know that difference part of the story, and and sometimes yeah, sometimes um, it, it it I will say it is a cliche already, but um, it works for them. So. And there was there was one other question: Would you like to be a Persona user, like in the SMT and Persona games? Well, all those people have lots of problems and already have enough, so I don't know if I want. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. Yeah, yeah. It, it does not look. Does not look very pleasant to summon your persona. Okay, I think the better question is if you could summon a persona, which game would you like the mechanic from to do the summoning? Seton like Persona 4 was the least. Persona 4 uh, was the glasses, Persona 5 was the mask, but I would pick Persona 3 because you shoot yourself in the face. Question. Do you feel pain when you summon the persona? No. That would be your answer. No pain. No, no pain. Oh. Oh. Okay. I, I okay. like the mask. I like persona the three mask. then. I like yeah, the mask. I, I like the mask too. Yeah. Actually, it's more stylish. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah. 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 More drama to it. Yeah. I remember reading Sorry. a story a long time ago. At least I think I did. That uh, after Persona Three came out in Japan, like some kid tried that and actually killed themselves. Thinking oh, they that would happens! Oh wow! Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Stuff like that happens. They're like, I want a Persona. Well, do, yeah, do, good do, luck. Yeah, don't yeah. underestimate um, humans. Behavior. Do you think? Do you think that 
actually would hold back a Persona remake, three remake or re-release. Oh wow, that's a good point. I I think that's part of the reason why, to be honest, is it's kind of controversial. That's actually a good point. I don't think so because they, well, at least they'll put on Steam. You know, Steam takes everything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, Steam has everything. Make it though. I feel like in today's society, that would be something that gets censored. Yeah, basically on Steam you can buy uh, the Legend of Waifu Hunter Peach Ball 13 and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just pull pull out out of nowhere. Yes, hyper <laughs> hyper dementia hyper dimension Waifu Hunter uh, 14 Part 8 uh, she, remastered. She's referring to uh, Sinran Kagura Peach Ball, probably. Yeah, yeah, you got <laughs> Whatever it. Whatever that is. <laughs> it's yeah, that, wherever that is. Yeah, just go talk to our resident. Something waifu. tells me that I don't really want to know. <laughs> uh, probably not. Probably not. You're into furries. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're we're trying to give hope. The speaking of hope, just to give you guys a bit of heads up, the weekend after next, he is going to be on our show. Fun announcement oh, time. Thanks. So that's 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 either going to be a really bad decision (laughs) or a really good decision. I really hope it's not the bad decision. I Uh, already have many many different topics ideas for that specific. Yes, best waifu, top Neptunia game. Oh gosh, (laughs) what makes a waifu great? Yeah, all of that. Yeah. So Cal, you're going to probably want to get that that uh, whatever they call it, the one where you can get. Sound effects for your stream, so you can bleep, you can censor anything that needs censoring. You know, uh, yeah. I don't uh, no, no. Allow, well, Inashi, you haven't been here in a while, buddy. We miss you. We miss having you around. Mm-hmm. I loved it when we just name a game and you turn around and pull it off the shelf. Yeah, it was so cool. Inashi be like, is this this version? This one or, or this, one? Yeah, this one? No, not this yeah. one. I think. Have you tried the fan-made re- translation? Yeah. Yeah. You try. Ha- have you tried this? Obscure ROM made in in a in a room in Japan, <laughs> in a dungeon yeah. in Japan. <laughs> yeah, this, this is actually from uh, South That's Korea. Dope, they man. imported it over the border. We need you, buddy. Yeah, this we need awesome. you, buddy. Should be next weekend. Oh, get hyped! Awesome. Inashi's back. That's great. Ooh. Well, guys, anything else? Are we gonna call it a, a week and do our signouts? Oh, it was a great episode today. I liked it. it was. Mm-hmm. Well, Nabil, do you have anything else you want to talk about? You're the guest. Well, no, I mean, it's been an honor having, you know, being the, like the first Discord guest on the podcast. So <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's nice. To, yeah, it's, it's nice, nice to, to know you, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I heard a fun. face to the name now. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Very nice to meet you, Nabil, as well. And likewise. Likewise. <laughs> good, sir. <laughs> you guys, you guys know each other, like, in, you guys live close together, or you guys no, have known no. each other a long time? We're, we're family. We're family. Yeah, we're family. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're cool. We're cousins. Cool. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah. Right on. So, yeah. Yeah, can't you Rad. see that Rad's a little bit farther ahead because he's already got the beard growing? The Beals trying to catch up. So, yeah. Okay. I, I kind of. Exactly. No. Maybe something like that is rather than rat like. <laughs> oh man! 
I, I won't forget that. <laughs> it is it is true though. Maybe a few years, a few years down the line. Hopefully not. <laughs> Shots fired, ladies and gentlemen. Shots Brad's, fired. Brad's got the beard yeah, though. Oh wow, it's Eternia Archives After Dark, where we uh, talk about uncomfortable topics such yeah. as uh, male pattern baldness yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, poor genetics. Anyway, um, so th thanks everybody uh, from for hanging out with us. We we appreciate it. Uh, for socials, you can find me on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter. Just go to my website, kellychronicles.net, and you can find links to all that stuff. Uh, Rad, go ahead. You can find me as Rad Console Gaming on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook as well. And you can find me as at Console Rad on Twitter. Go ahead, Nick. All right. I am Nick, and you can get me at Nick Heat Haze Space Gaming on uh, YouTube. And then on Twitter, you can get me at, at Heat Haze underscore gaming. So I'm on YouTube as the Laninator, trying to point to the thing here. That's how you spell it. And then uh, T Laninator, just get rid of the H and the E there. Right there. Yeah, on Twitter. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Noted. See, this is how, this is who I am. This is how you spell it. <laughs> All right, Nabil. Yeah, well, you can find me as Nabil on Facebook and Instagram or Nabil El Profe. Or the professor uh, on Twitter. I never use it, but I have one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, everybody. You guys have a great rest of the day, and we will see you on Discord. So, uh, actually, Lane is going to be putting a poll up. I think it's already up for Among yes. Us. Which days yeah, you let can me play? That real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So yeah. I, uh... Um, I would think it would be fun if we did a among us night so i i haven't looked at the poll for a while but it looked like uh the current winnings were uh either it was between saturday it, it, it was and Sunday it, it was funny because um i think one of the options that was winning was weekends on saturday i was like okay let's cancel the podcast yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah. so <laughs> yeah that's a good point so yeah. i think uh if it does end up on saturday we'll probably plan for doing it like maybe an hour before the podcast and if it ends up on Sunday, and maybe we can even do two, and whoever can make it on Saturday, great. If you, and maybe we could do another session on Sunday, just kind of self-organize. But uh, yeah, if you haven't already, go and hop in the, uh, the multiplayer coordination channel in Discord and vote if you would like to be a part of that. It looks like we currently have a tie between Saturday and Sunday night um, at 8 Eastern. So um well, I'll tell you yeah, right now, maybe, Saturday is bad because we do the podcast. So Right. So that may be a shorter session because that is like an hour before we do the podcast. So, um, yeah, we'll figure it out um, and let you guys know. So be sure and uh, make your voice heard if you want to participate. Go vote. <laughs> yep. yep. Thanks, everybody. You guys have a great rest of the day.